There we go. What's up, biggest? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Guys, make sure to hit the thumb up. Hit the like. You know, even though even though the uh, YouTube algorithm seems to have us on in, uh, in, in the dunce corner with that dunce hat, we're on the naughty list of the YouTube algorithm. We still, we still got to remind you, thumb it up. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> Maybe it'll help. Uh, but uh, and if you're not already subscribed, make sure you're subscribed. Mm-hmm. And you hit the bell notification. You might find that you've been unsubscribed three, four, five times, like some of the long-term subscribers of this channel. But we're going to keep on doing this. We're going to keep on spreading the truth. We're going to keep on speaking up. Um, and we are here tonight learning about some important issues. So as the last few streams have begun, we got to start out... We gotta, we gotta, let's get buttered up. Let's butter up this audience a little bit with, uh, with some proper, some proper tone. Let's tone police. Uh, we got Elmo here in Sesame Street to teach all of us how to live. <laughs> we gotta learn just like the children about being afraid. Elmo and Grover sing about being afraid. I haven't heard this one yet, so we'll see. That. Grover's afraid. <laughs> Do you know what that feels like, Elmo? Let me tell you. When I am afraid, let me tell you how it feels. It's a very scary feeling that is really very real. I just want to scream the loudest scream that can be made. Oh, that is how it feels when I feel afraid. watch TV and TV make him so afraid of everything. Elmo believes that there are invisible monster bugs everywhere. And if Elmo doesn't wear muzzle on him face and wash his hands 50 times like an autistic retard, then all Elmo will kill Grandma and all Elmo's friends. Elmo know what it means to be afraid. Elmo go to schools where teachers all super afraid of being around us. Elmo know what it means to be afraid. We all good global citizens. We all know how to be afraid so that the government can tell us what we need to do to fix our scary feelings. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Oh, and lots of other ways too, Grover. When Elmo is afraid, Elmo trembles and he shakes. He trembles and he shakes when he's being traumatized by the television screen with the girls that used to be guys when Elmo gets so scared when he listens to the teacher tell him that the climate changes cause he will not stop exhaling he gets on the ground and shivers cause he's traumatized and scared oh Elmo Tommy's fluffy fluffy can get really really old yes you just want to scream about the scream that can be
earth have you ever felt like this? When I feel afraid, my legs begin to shake. I get all wibbly wobbly, oh, I quiver and I quake. Yes, you just want to scream the loudest scream that can be made. Ah, that, that is how it feels when we feel afraid. afraid. sing that song, Elmo. We could all be equally afraid. What the fuck? <laughs> this is insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pause right here. There you go. So there's the, no, no mechanisms for dealing with fear. No context at all. Just here's a song about your feelings, children. Right? Just more, more feelings. More and more feelings. We have feelings. <laughs> these, these puppets, right? This is this is what children are supposed to relate to. Fake puppets. This is just a cartoon of a puppet, a cartoon of a puppet singing about how they're afraid and why they're afraid and what it feels like to be afraid. <laughs> just this is similar to the 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 racism video we watched the other day or the bullying video we watched the other day. It's just it's how you feel. It's all about emotion. So no no real no real. Uh, help for children at all just this is how you're gonna feel this is normal look grover and elmo they're totally afraid they feel afraid all the time they've even made a rhyming song about how afraid they are right this is normal children it's normal to feel afraid they want you to believe <laughs> and then and then constant fear through the television right constant constant fear porn from the television yeah, come right here to the chat. What's happening with all you bigots? You guys, make sure to hit the thumbs up and share it. I don't know what's going on here. We got low viewership tonight. Low viewership tonight. I'm I'm on the verge of just freaking quitting YouTube altogether. I'm sick of this YouTube destroying the viewership of this channel. But at least we, there's a few familiar names in here. I might maybe I'll just take a week or two off. I'm I'm kind of I get sick of this YouTube thing. I get sick of it. Right, we spent, what, six years now helping to build this platform, and they just shelved this channel, shadow banned the shit out of it. Zero support from freaking YouTube. Everything demonetized. Basically, no support from audience. Freaking A. Freaking A. Elmo over here crying, screaming with Grover. Me over here crying and screaming at damn YouTube. <laughs> Freaking Wojcicki and Google and Alphabet. You guys are doing a great job at social engineering over there at Google. Doing a great job at getting rid of all the useful channels. Doing a good job at getting rid of anything that's real. Anything that's not robotic and false. You guys are doing a great job at crushing it, aren't you fucking YouTube? 
All right. As you could tell, that, that freaking Elmo Grover stuff pissed me off. This is what children are being raised on. This is, uh, parents think that it's safe to put their children in front of the television screen and let that be their babysitter. I guess if that's what we do, we deserve what we get from our children, don't we? If this is how we're going to treat our children, do, maybe we deserve it when they get weaponized against us. Maybe we deserve it. If this is how we're going to treat our children and, and raise them, allow them to be raised by friggin' pee-pee and the poo-poo Elmo, then maybe we deserve what's coming. Right? If we're all just willing to submit to this fear, submit to this nonsense, allow ourselves to be censored, then perhaps we deserve that shit. Perhaps we deserve that. So anyways, I don't know how much longer this... I don't know how much longer this uh, channel will be allowed to be on YouTube, but I, I might just I might just stop fucking doing YouTube altogether. I'm sick of this platform. It's become it's become a cesspool. It's become a cesspool of vanity, falseness. It's just it's such a LARP fest, and I'm sick of it. To be honest, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. We got a we got an awesome audience here, and I appreciate you guys. But this platform's going into shitter. It's like we have no idea what the real viewership is. Everything is so algorithmically clouded, Night. right? We get, no, dude. Night. Night. Why are you smiling so big? <laughs> See you in the morning, guy. See you in the morning. Bye bye. Anyways, anyways, this freaking this platform. I don't know. I've kind of, I've kind of had the. Uh, kind of at my wits end with it but I'll try to shut up about it um, and thanks to the people in the audience who do support the show who do support the stream here best way to support is via the stream labs there's a link down below alright fucking Elmo and Grover Elmo and Grover here we go we got, we got Oregon's public health authority they're also here to help teach us to help teach us and then train us so when you're a child you get to, you get to, uh, to watch all this filth and then as you come into uh, the fruition of adulthood, then you still get to be spoken to like you are a child, right? This state of perpetual adolescence, this state of perpetual helplessness, learned helplessness is the state that all of this media propaganda wants to put us into. Learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. And this is why social... People, people think that social media is here just to, just to connect each other, right? No, 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 no. It's here to engineer you. It's here to silence the voices that might speak up against those that want to engineer you and give amplification to the voices that want to turn you into this. Here you go. got Oregon's health... As of today, there have been 38,160 cases of COVID-19 in Oregon, with 390 new cases being reported today. Sadly, we are also reporting three deaths today, bringing the statewide total for COVID-19-related deaths to 608. Are you freaking kidding me? You How? You, <laughs> ah, this is so... This is so ridiculous. This is how they're treating you now. If you're in Oregon, if you're in Oregon, this is, these are your public health authorities dressing up as clowns to give you a somber presentation with, of course, uh, Mr. ASL on the side. What's with the ASL stuff? 
What's with the ASL stuff? Everywhere now. All of a sudden, all of a sudden we need we need the A we need the face. You need you need the guy with the face. Ooh, ee, ooh. What's with that? Alright, you got the two clowns here, the guy making the weird clown faces. Right, this Telling vegans that they've been brainwashed is actually just one of the gaslighting techniques I want to highlight. Alright, thank you. We got we got some super chats here. Like, calm down, Tristan. Calm down, Tristan. Quit freaking bitching. Quit bitching, Tristan. I'm on, I'm freaking pissed today. I'm really upset right now. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed. <laughs> This is getting ridiculous. This is getting so absurd. The public has been so infantilized, so dumbed down, so spiritually poisoned that they accept these are their authorities. Your authorities are wearing clown makeup and mocking you constantly. They're mocking us. They're mocking us. All right. Freaking it. <sighs> All right. All right. Let's... Well, here we'll, we got a few super chats here. There are there are some people who do support the stream, and I want to tell you guys thank you. I appreciate that. We get none from YouTube. We get very little audience support, but I'm glad you guys enjoy the streams. I like doing the shows, but it's just if you know if we get no support, I can't do three four hour live streams a few times a week. It's going to have to be more sporadic, or I'll have to figure out a different way of uh, of getting it out there. This is this is something I do quite a bit though. I'll keep doing it as long as you guys keep supporting. Like bada bing. <laughs> Bada bing. That racism, man. I love to racism, bro. Bada bing. Bada bing says, are you a cracker ass honky or a honky ass cracker? Um, Alright, first of all, I, I'm trans vegan. So uh, I don't I don't know what you're what you're getting at here. Cracker ass honky, honky ass cracker. I don't have any of those white privileges. I'm a trans person. I was born trans vegan. I'm a vegan in a meat eater's body. Can't do a vegan diet, uh, but I, I'm a vegan at heart. And I don't know if that was some sort of transphobic statement you tried to make, but I'll be watching you. Bada bing. Testicular tactics donates five bucks. Says Alcoholics Anonymous teaches them to not say, I'm not an alcoholic, even when 30 years dry. In the same way, oh, us former porn addicts should never say, I'm not a coomer, waker, pervert. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. there's some things that AA does that I think they do okay. I think this whole, like, you're, I'm a perpetual addict. I have a disease. I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, you know, healing, uh, there, there is real healing. There is real spiritual healing from these states of addiction and from being sl enslaved to our passions. And that healing doesn't come from anywhere but from God, right? That's where it comes from. That healing comes from God. All right, so... Um, Thank you very much, Testicular Tactics. And I love the name also, by the way. Bliggity Blocka donated five bucks. Says, fun fact, the Triple K were a bunch of nerds from Southern colleges, which is why they have things like Grand Dragons, Imperial Wizards, and Goblins. And, and Cyclopses, right? Like, uh, like, uh... Yeah, I'm half your size. Uh, oh, no, wait a minute. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. Cyclopses, like General Bird. I'm sorry, not General Bird. <laughs> Senator Bird. Who are all these Dems, all these, uh, like, Clinton and, uh, even Biden, they, they all praised Senator Bird, who was a literal, uh, triple K 
uh, what do you call themselves, like a Grand Cyclops or some dumb name like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Freemasonic organization at its roots, uh, connected with Freemasonry and uh, in political movements within the U.S. And it can't be viewed, uh, that group cannot be viewed outside of the contextual history of, um, uh, uh, and ritual history of Masonry. So yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that one. Bunch of dorks and triple Ks. Uh, and a lot of their groups are run by feds now, too. Rebecca Haddell. Rebecca Haddell sent in a nice, generous $25 Streamlabs. Thank you very much, Rebecca. I appreciate that. Let's get, let's see what notification we get. Uh, Michelle Law is a PP in the poo-poo oh. advocate. <laughs> very nice. We know that. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that. You. Uh, no, thank you very much. There are, there are some people who really support this and uh, enjoy the work we do here and I appreciate you guys supporting. Larry Romano donated 10 bucks through Super Chat on YouTube. Says hashtag Trump 2020. Thank you very much, Larry Romano. I appreciate the support, man. Um, let us let us learn a little more here. Let us learn a little more. You guys, make sure to make sure to share this. Make sure to like this. Subscribe. Liberty Not License says, Jesus delivered me from alcoholism. I'm a new creation. I'm so much better now, and I'm so much bigger and stronger than you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I really like this comment. It says, uh, Jesus delivered me from alcoholism. I'm a new creation. I've been kicked out of AA meetings twice <laughs> for, for testifying. So only God defines his creations. Nothing is beyond his ability, and he loves us. Yeah, that's what's Guys. up. That's what's up. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Yeah, all right, all right. We do, so there are some people here who want to be the big man, the big daddy. And there are some big daddies watching, and we're going to be talking about the big daddies and how my big daddies can beat up your big daddies. We talk about all that today. <laughs> we talk about more about polyamory. Watch some of these. These funny polyamory folks. Uh, we got Milk Tea Alliance. Thank you, Milk Tea Alliance. Donates $5.37. Uh, Milk, Milk Tea Alliance, thanks, man. It says, uh, sorry to be off topic, but I, Milk Tea Alliance, come on, man. You're always off topic. <laughs> we appreciate you, though. It says, sorry I'm off topic. I couldn't help but laugh at how much Hinge Herbivore looks like Buck Angel. Buck Angel. I am not familiar with Buck Angel. Let me, maybe I, I gotta look up Buck Angel, right? Who's Buck Angel? Images. Buck Angel. Uh, no. I don't know. Are you say, are you saying all those bald guys look alike? Man, can't believe that. As a trans vegan, I have to stand with Buck Angel. Buck Angel. What? <laughs> what a name, right? All right. Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Milk Tea Alliance. For, uh, appreciate that. Jake donated five bucks. Jake says, I had a tough day today, and this stream is something I look forward to. Thanks for doing it. Jake, I appreciate that, man. I also had a tough day today. I had a tough day today. I think a lot of us have had a tough year, a tough day. We're all just trying to stay afloat, aren't we? We're all just trying to stay afloat. But you know what? There's, we're, not, we're not being comforted by this world, by the things of this world. And I appreciate the, uh, the encouragement from you, and I, I'm glad that we could... Uh, hey, glad I can help you enjoy the day a little bit. I'll try not to yell and scream and bitch and moan so much. <laughs> so you can enjoy the rest of it without me bitching and moaning so much. But Andy's in the chat. Good to see you there, Andy. Always good to see you there. All right. All right. Let's let's learn a little bit more. So, anyways, I 
I just thought that clip of Oregon's Public Health Authority is so fitting. It's so perfect uh, as a representation of what we really see going on. It's kind of like a holographic representation of what we see going on uh, across the whole culture. Not just in the West, but everywhere. Like we are being, we're being mocked. We're being mocked. And I'm sick of it. Right? And I'm sick of, I'm sick of people just acquiescing to this nonsense. Right? I mean, this, it's insane. Like people that I told, people that I said, this is coming. People that I told about this stuff 10, 12 years ago, I said, this is coming down the line. They're going to want to tax your exhalations. They're going to want to tax you for carbon. They're going to tax your exhalations and herd you into smart city coffin apartments where everything you do is track traced and controlled by a central global authority. And some of those same people, it's funny, some of those same people said, no, that's impossible. That's impossible. And I'd show them exactly. Uh, I'd show them, you know, at the time, some of my, uh, some of the research that I'd done. And they would say, okay, yeah, but that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. That's just kooky. That's that's not going to happen. And now 10 years later, some of these same people will say, Oh yeah, it's obvious that's what's happening, but it's good. We need that because there's, uh, there's viruses and the climate won't stop changing. We got to stop that. The sea levels are rising. Science is real. Science is real. Don't deny science. It's real. It's, I'm just, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe. And this, I guess, you know, these are, if we're going to take these as our health authorities, if we're going to listen to the freaking Big Bird and Elmo... Um, give us give us life advice if we're gonna let Big Bird and Elmo, Elmo raise our children then I guess maybe maybe we deserve <laughs> what these people want to push on us CNBC, uh, CNBC's Shep Smith asked Dr. Fauci why US can't impose a 111 day lockdown like the one that worked in Australia oh it worked Earlier today, you talked to the Journal of the American Medical Association, or JAMA, and you were talking about what an extraordinary thing has happened in Melbourne. They had a 111-day lockdown, started with 20,000 cases a day, and as you pointed out, two days ago, they had zero cases. Why can't we do that? Yeah, I, you know, when you talk about lockdowns, that certainly they were extremely successful. There is very little appetite for a lockdown in this country. What a lie. There's going to be a major straight, pushback. A straight up lie. From that they were that successful is a straight up lie. It is a straight up lie. How many people do you know that have overdosed and died? How many people do you know that have committed suicide during these lockdowns? How many people do you know that have had their whole life thrown to the ground and shattered like glass? How many small businesses have been destroyed? Even the UN said that over 100 million people will be pushed to starvation due to the lockdown measures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it obviously worked. It's, it's working so well. Freaking A. Come on. Why, why can't we just lock everyone away in their homes for a third of the year? Why can't we just force unemployment on everybody and have a centrally controlled big tech rollout of a global economy that's planned by global technocrats? Why can't we just do that? <laughs> that well, that, that's what these people are working on. Don't worry, Shep. Shep Smith. Certainly, they were extremely successful. There is very... Certainly! Wow. These people... <laughs> these people... These freaking people... Oh, right. I can't watch any of these. 
<laughs> I, I'm a soy boy because I love soy. Okay. Um, thank you, ins- Inspector Detector. <laughs> Inspector Deck. Inspector Detector. Donate seven seventy seven says, "Thank you for all you do. Your videos have helped me greatly to improve my diet. Basically, seventy percent carnivore and feel great. Love Jessica's cookbook too. God bless. Thank you." Inspector Detector. That's a good reminder. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man or woman. Uh, I appreciate that. We got the, uh, this is probably the book you're talking about. The Carnivore Cookbook is our most recent one. The Carnivore Cookbook. Zero carb recipes for people who really love animals. And there are even a few animal-based carbohydrate recipes in there. Um, This is a great book. Guys, make sure to check this one out. You can get this. There's a link down in the description below. Um, And if you do want help dialing in your diet, if you want help... Uh, dialing in your diet and lifestyle to get to the goals that you're going towards, right? whether that be fat loss, improving your body composition, uh, building some muscle, or just mental clarity and acuity, and the ability to you know, control your cravings around food. Great place to get some help is going to be our private forum. There's a link down below. You guys sign up for that. It'd be great to get a few more signups for the uh, for the private membership forum before the year ends, and you guys can get our help. And the help of a like-minded community, really awesome people in there. There's a link in the description. Thank you guys for supporting. If you guys got questions, if you guys got questions or comments you want read, feel free. Feel free to send them via the uh, Streamlabs link right there. <laughs> we've got we got the bots. The bots are coming. The bots are in the chat. We just ban them on site though. Um, it's crazy, the spam bots, they'll, they'll spam the same comment like 50 times. Right quick. Right quickly. Alright. <laughs> um, we'll talk about all these ones later. Uh, Michelle Law is a PP in the poo-poo advocate. Well, of course she is. Thank you very much. Mickey Tane donated five bucks. Australian through Super Chat. Hey, how, how's it going over there? What the heck is going on in Australia? Melbourne is such a fun city. It'll be a crater after this. That's crazy. Mickey Tane, five Australian, says Kiwi lad and Oz here. Melbourne is such a fun city. It'll be a crater after this. I, yeah, I just I can't believe this, man. I, I, I'm, I'm astonished at the rapidity that this has been able to be pushed, especially in Australia, New Zealand as well. Um, I mean, it's good to see people getting out in the streets. It's good to be see some people pushing back against some of these things. Uh, I think it's Spain. Guys, was having some major pushback. To be the big man, the big daddy. Spain is a big uh, pushback spot right now. Uh, also, Italy. Right. This is this is about. This is not about health. This is about the fourth industrial revolution. This is about what's called the Great Reset. This is about global corporations, big international banking interests that are more powerful than governments. Consolidating power and bringing in a global technocracy of tracking and tracing everything and controlling all of your movements. They want you to have to ask your iPhone whether you can go outside. They want us living in a virtual reality where everything and every stimulus we have is doled out to us like a behaviorist Skinner box society where we are all being given the same nudging, the same nudges nudging us to do what the global elite want. 
nudging us to essentially destroy our free will, our ability to connect with God, our ability to connect to the truth, our ability to feed our own families. All of these are under heavy attack right now. I don't know how much longer I'll be able to speak about this. I don't know how much longer YouTube will, be, will even be here. We don't know what's coming down the line. We do know what's coming down the line. Rather, we don't know how quickly it's going to come. All right, so it's really important that we build real communities, real resilient communities and food distribution networks in our local areas, that we have contingency plans with our neighbors to protect our neighborhoods in case things in the next few weeks start to get crazy or even beyond that. Right, if you live in the U.S., probably a good time, probably a good time to start planning how to protect your neighborhood with your neighbors if you haven't already done this, especially with uh, what's being talked about coming in the next few weeks. So... Anyways, um, yeah, thank you. Mickey Tane over there in Australia. Glad you're doing all right. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Atheist Vegan Cuckold donated five bucks. and says, hey, Tristan, how can I get my vegetarian girlfriend to eat meat again? She's still sold on the so-called ethics of it. Uh, I think just bringing up the simple fact that way more animals are being killed for all these monocropped vegetarian and vegan foods is a good place to start. But also, I would say the book... Nutrition and Physical Degeneration mm -hmm. by Weston A. Price. Right? If your girlfriend has any motherly instinct at all, that book's going to hit home for her. So get a copy of Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston Price. Read that with her. Read it to her. Have uh, Hire somebody to bring an Elmo doll over and, and read it to her in Elmo's voice. Like a puppet. With like an, Elmo, an Elmo puppet. Yeah. Marionette. <laughs> Maybe go visit a regenerative farm together. Right. Like actually meet people who are taking care of animals. I don't know if you can hear Jessica. Just for kicks, donated 20 bucks. Says, thanks, bro. Lawlessness is out of control right now. You'd be banned real soon. We all know it. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're, already, we're already under the, the so-called shadow ban. But hey, maybe, maybe we'll be allowed to stick around a little bit more. Um, no, there's... It is what it is. It'll, it'll be a relief when it finally happens, I guess. Because... <laughs> We've been knowing it's coming for years, and this uh, the, the channel's already been destroyed by YouTube, anyways. So. Um, all right, so hey, the, with come over here, make sure I didn't miss any. Uh, thank you, just for kicks. That was that was a nice, generous super chat. And I really appreciate that. The best way to super chat, guys, just like our buddy just for kicks just did, an atheist vegan cuckold and uh, inspector detector Jake Milky Alliance. Uh, they were donating via the Streamlabs. That's the best way to go. They don't give a cut to YouTube. You're not giving money to Alphabet or Google when you do that. If you can't, then hey, it still does help us to support via the stream, uh, via the what's it called, the uh, super chats on YouTube. But the Streamlabs is always best. Um, I don't know about my farm idea. I don't know what your idea. I, I, if you want to talk, just come over here and talk. The mic's right here. I'm not gonna play relay. I'm not gonna relay your messages and play telephone in between the microphone and you. All right, we got behavioral nudging, an effective way to promote food sustainability. At speak, behavioral nudging. Let's learn about behavioral nudging. Right, this is right in line with what we've been talking about. We talked about this article before, but I don't think we watched the clip. I don't think we watched the clip yet. The Financial Times. Behavioral nudging, let's learn. Two 
226. That's the number of decisions we make about food. Notice this was sponsored by who? Rabobank. Rabobank. Supported by Rabobank. So the big banks, they just want to help you to be healthy. These big banks and these transnational corporations, they're here to help you be healthy by nudging you to behave in certain ways. 226. That's the number of decisions we make about food every day, according to a 2007 Cornell University study. The physical and symbolic environment in which we make these decisions is called choice architecture, a phrase coined in 2008 by behavioral economists Richard Thaler. So these are behavioral economists. These are, these are the new slew of behaviorists, right, whose entire profession is all about manipulating you into behaving the way that PR firms, banks, transnational corporations, and media want you to behave. Behaviorism. They don't, they assume, behaviorism assumes that you don't even have an internal state. That you're just an automaton that reacts to external stimulus, and that's how they treat us. That's why they give you clowns. That's why they give you clowns and Sesame Street as your educational uh, authorities. And that's why the Oregon, the Oregon Health Authority dresses up a woman in freaking clown makeup. <laughs> They're behaviorally nudging you and reminding you to maintain that state of infantile response to stimulus around you. Uh, responses of, or, like a puppy dog, right? Like a craven puppy. In 2008, by behavioral economists Richard Thaler and Cass Sunstein, adjustments to choice. Cass Sunstein has an interesting history of working with the Obama administration to discredit uh, so-called conspiracy theories by spreading fake ones. And he wrote a policy paper about well, we should discredit these people by infiltrating them and spreading fake conspiracies and muddying the water so much on the internet that nobody knows what's real. Does that sound like something that may have been implemented over the last eight years? Does that sound like something that you may have seen happening over the last eight years? Yeah. Cass Sunstein is not the only person to have thought of this, but he's one of these public personas who actually voiced this in a policy paper, and then we saw it happen in real life. This architecture encourage people towards certain behaviors. That's nudge theory. The smell of baking in a supermarket and sweets by the checkout. These are nudges. But can nudging be harnessed to promote food sustainability? In 2012, a study at Indiana University showed that by removing trays from a student canteen and reducing the surface area for diners to fill, 18% less food was wasted. Language can have an impact. For plant-based meals, the words meat-free and vegan may signal a social identity that many don't aspire to. Recent trials conducted by the World Resources Institute. In the World Resources Institute which comes out of the MacArthur Foundation, I believe. Uh, the World Resources Institute is one of these big players in pushing you towards plant-based diets, and they're also part of the World Business Council for Sustainable Development. World Resources Institute is all about this, this whole uh, Great Reset, Green New Deal takeover and overhaul of the entire world, of every aspect of our life. So the World Resources Institute, this is a, uh, this is a major Global organization, fake philanthropy organization, which all these uh, all these people hide behind false philanthropy, and um, 
Yeah, big money there in the World Resources Institute. That's why they have this on the financialtimes.com. Found that when Sainsbury's meat-free sausage and mash was renamed Cumberland Spiced Veggie Sausages and Mash, sales increased by 76%. But critics of consumer nudging say it avoids tackling the whole food chain. The UK's Behavioural Insights team, a government-backed company that uses psychology to try to change public behaviour, is looking at double nudges to be introduced through policy. These would be aimed at... Uh, policy. So we're going to tax you. We're going to tax you. And guess what the ultimate tool for constant nudging is? Social media and social credits. And that's where they want to push this towards. That's what a lot of this COVID stuff is about as well. That's what Klaus Schwab has been writing about. The World Economic Forum have been drooling about getting us set up with for a long time. That's what Google has helped us set up in China. China. Excuse me, China. This is what Google has helped set up in China. And this is what's being beta tested over there so that it can eventually be rolled out and used and weaponized against the rest of the populace. And we are being nudged into this into thinking that this is inevitable and good and sustainable. Government and, and look how they treat you. Again, this is Financial Times. This is not, this is not made for uh, three-year-olds, right? But look how they treat you with the little infographics. You got like the, the Monty Python-esque uh, cut and paste uh, uh, collage type graphics going on constant changing it's a 2 minute and 40 second video right? the attention span has been so screwed and people have been so infantilized that they, they, they treat adults like children still this is, for the, this is a video for supposedly well off people who are interested in their finances interested in, in, uh, in, in where global finance is going and this is what they treat this is how they treat them like idiots 26%. But critics of consumer nudging Ooh. say it avoids tackling the whole food chain. The UK's uh -oh. behavioral insights team, a government-backed company... That critics say it's not enough, right? That's how it always is. But critics say, maybe we're not wearing enough masks. Critics say we don't have enough totalitarian measures. Critics say we haven't done enough to nudge the entire food chain, meaning destroy animal husbandry, get the peasants off the land and industrialize all food production so that we can feed you industrial plant-based kibble. That's what they mean. I'm going to help translate this for you. Should I do the Elmo voice? Should I do the patronizing Elmo voice to help? <laughs> anyway, we're, we're all so used to being infantilized and treated like idiot children. <clears throat> we just do the Elmo voice for everything now. Psychology to try to change public behavior is looking at double nudges to be introduced through policy. These would be aimed at consumers, yet also encourage businesses to change. An example of this is the UK's 2018 sugar tax on soft drinks. Customers had to pay the tax, but as a result, companies dropped the sugar content of their drinks by almost 30% per 100ml to keep prices down. A supermarket sustainability rating system could function in a similar way and is being considered by behavioral insights. It would give food retailers a clear overall sustainability score so consumers would only need to make one sustainability decision okay, over where to shop instead of considering each individual product. Mm, and guess where you're going to be You want to find out? Find out. Find out. Mm. You're... Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am Mark in a plant-based diet. <laughs> All right. Okay? You'll find out. Okay. 
Calm down. Anything else? Thank you, Mark Passio. Mark Passio just described my mood right there. Um, <laughs> so guess what's going to get the highest sustainability scores? Oh, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm going to take a guess. It's going to be Walmart and Amazon. And they're so sustainable. And pretty soon they'll be sending it straight to your door with drones. Because you're not able to leave your house. You're not authorized. Right? They're telling us we're not essential. They're telling us that there are essentials and non-essentials. Of course, me and my family are being told that we're not essential. Not only are we being told we're not essential, but our way of life is bad for the planet. We're able to feed ourselves on our own land here. We're able to regenerate this soil, manage this land effectively, and feed ourselves on our own land. But no, 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 that's not sustainable. That's bad. That's mean. That's bad. Not sustainable. Because the World Resources Institute and the MacArthur Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Carnegie Endowment, all these philanthropists... All Jeffrey Epstein's friends say it's not sustainable. Subconsciously, people are more receptive to habit alterations in times of upheaval, as the world is experiencing right now due to the coronavirus. For that reason, behavioral scientists see this moment as a potentially exciting window for change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where they want to push it, and that's... What's being done to you? These are windows of, oppor- of opportunity. Windows of opportunity for intense changes. Intense catalytic changes can be enacted in these stressful times. And of course, the changes are already mapped out. They've already mapped out the behavioral changes that they want for us. Now it's just justifying it to us and getting us to think, I'm doing this on my own volition. I love starving myself. Meat is bad. The only reason people eat meat is because they want to be, they want to look tough. I don't want to look tough. I'm a, I'm a real, I'm comfortable with my bisexuality. I'm comfortable with my bisexuality. I, I, I don't need to eat meat to be masculine. The only reason people eat meat is because of patriarchy. They only eat meat because the patriarchy programmed to do that. Because patriarchy. But we transcend the patriarchy. <laughs> mm. Hmm. Yeah, so the nudging, the behavioral nudging. We are all being nudged. We're all being nudged, whether we know it or not. We are all being nudged. Pull this up here. Oops. All right, I think I'm going to t- take some calls in like maybe 45 minutes or so. I might take some calls. We'll see. We'll see what my mood is like. If I feel like taking calls, I'll take some calls. How about that? How about that? But we got, we have some great things to learn about. We're going <laughs> to, we have some, we're going to learn so much today. Speaking of nudging, the sun, the sun with their blue check mark on Twitter, right? These are, these are essentials, right? They have a check mark. They're essentials. We're not essential. Remember that, guys. We're not essential, but they are because they have a check mark. Oh, that's too bright. There we go. We're not essential, but the essentials with the blue check marks—they've got some really cool stories for us. The sun. My dream date turned out to be married, so now I live with him, his wife, 
And they're five kids. <laughs> this was sent to me today. You know who it is who sent this to me. Thank you for sending this. This is a funny one. This line's right up. I'll hit on this one first. More to love. My dream date turned out to be married. Oh, no. A single mom went on a date with a married man who claimed he was separated. Has re- Wait. A single mom who went on a date with a, with a married man who claimed he was separated has revealed how she fell for him and his wife. Monica Sandoval has now been in a polyamorous relationship with Gilbert and Giselle Gomez for five years, and the threesome live happily together with their five kids. With their five kids. (laughs) This is empowerment. Look at these empowered women. You can't own them, okay? You can't own those women. They're going to do whatever they want. (laughs) They're so empowered. The trio... Take it in turns to sleep with each other, and both women have separate bedrooms, so Gilbert, 35, can choose to sleep wherever he wants. And they claim the bizarre situation is the secret to long-lasting happiness. Everyone asks about sex, and yes, we have sex a lot, but we don't keep count, said Monica, 34, and a disgusting sweat hog. Part of that was added. We have threesomes. And individual sex. And Giselle and I have our own rooms. And Gilbert sleeps where he wants. How lovely. Gilbert and Giselle have their time together. And I have my time with him. And then we have our nights together. That's how it works. Of course, guys. Of course, guys will reckon he's the luckiest man in the world. Having two females. But it takes a lot of time, patience, dedication, and commitment to be in a relationship like this. It's not perfect, but we are soulmates. Monica has been working shifts at Dunkin' Donuts in Manhattan, New York, to help provide for her daughter, Anna, now 13, and probably already a whore, part of that was added, when she met Gilbert through a dating site. He told her that, she, that he was married but separated from his wife when he took her to a seafood restaurant on their first date. Monica instantly fell for the property management, uh, manager, but a month later he admitted he was still married to Giselle, the mother of his three children and newborn baby. She was shocked. But was already... So, so this what a stand-up guy, right? Dates this chick, lies to her. <laughs> but but he, it's, just, it's for love, right? Love is love. She was shocked, but was already in love with Gilbert. And eventually, in January 2015, he introduced Monica to his hairstylist wife, Giselle, 30, who had accepted that her husband was seeing someone new. <laughs> so here's the, the new model family for you. The new model family. This guy, who needs constant, constant reinforcement, so much, so, so much reinforcement necessary for him that he has to seek it out in new sexual relationships all the time. This is, this is the model father with his harem of two broken wenches. This... This is uh, like the the model for how to how to screw up a family, right? Like this is the this is like the icons for how to. Really, <laughs> you know. That's racism, man. I love to racism, bro. Yeah. Oops, excuse me. Those are like the uh, the icons of of truly screwed up um, parenting, right there. We got this other one, the New York Times article. We'll read in a second. Uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob Israel Pants donated 15 bucks through Super Chat says they hate us folks, us being normal everyday civilians. 
Um, that sounds about right. I mean, the, the people who are pushing this propaganda on you, absolutely. They hate the idea of healthy families. They hate the idea of hardworking people. Right? They think that people are extra, that we're extra people. We're not essential. Right? And the fact that they've labeled us non-essentials shows you how they think of us. So we got we can't keep this we can't keep this going. Like the the genocidal language, the genocidal sorting is, is has already happened. The computer apparatuses are there. IBM uh, helped to, to, to uh, develop the the tattooing system that the Germans used in their concentration camps. IBM did that. And now we have Microsoft, the predecessor to IBM, Bill Gates, holding the world hostage. All right, I, I don't know how they got to that. I'll shut up. Uh, Sid Meister donated five bucks. Thank you, Sid Meister. I know Sid Meister. It says, modern female empowerment is letting a random dude bust on your face the first night you meet him. And and then also letting him lie to you and tell you that he <laughs> that he's like separated from his wife. But he's not really. He still has a wife and a bunch of kids. And then going and living with him later on. That's female empowerment. While working at Dunkin' Donuts so that your 13-year-old can't afford her uh, her fentanyl habit. Freaking hey, this is this is liberalism. This is America for you. This is this is uh, this is the American dream. New York Times opinion: the poly parent households are coming. We're on the cusp of a technological revolution in baby making. What it means to be a family could be next. Need I say any more? I mean, just in the byline there, it's like the destruction of the family, the bringing in of transhumanism. Because guess what? These people don't even have to be guarded with what their long-term social engineering goals are. It's right here in the open now. They want lab-grown babies. Uh, to uh, to uh, Ma and uh, so it's all about pelvic blood flow. You get inadequate <laughs> clitoral engorgement. That does lighten. Um, uh, which um, um, a, uh, a lubricant can be useful. Oh, thank you, thank you, King Coomer, Doctor Gregor. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. This is for Sid Meister, donated Canadian six seventy seven. Says funny comment. Yeah, and if you don't, they feel insulted. Like. OMG, he didn't make me feel, like, empowered. He must be gay. <laughs> didn't make me feel empowered. Yeah, this is the thing. It's just, like, obsessing with feelings, too. And you see how Elmo and with the, uh, the infant television shows, they get them to think that the only thing that's important are your emotions. Listen to your emotions. Are you afraid? Are you angry? Or it's because they know that they can use language, imagery, and periodic trauma to regulate your emotions through electronic devices. And that's what these people have planned. That's what they want. All emotions, all biologicals tracked using implants. The World Economic Forum is open about this. You can go to their website right now and look at all these new medical implants that they're talking about. Biological implant technology that we can uh, uh, monitor all our vital signs so that insurance companies can monitor our vital signs for us and so the government can keep us safe. Because we all know that, you know, big tech and big pharma and big finance, they just want to keep us safe. You know, it's like Twitter's over there censoring everybody, YouTube, removing channels left and right. Censorship is insane on social media right now. But let's let's just plug them into our bodies. Let's, Let's put Jack Dorsey in a microchip in our brains and trust them. Let's, let's, throw, let's throw Elon Musk into our brains. Let's let DARPA 
uh, put put tentacles in our dome piece and uh, and turn us into remote controlled iPads. That'll that'll save the world. It'll save the world. So they got transhumanism right here. The technological revolution in baby making. What it means to be a family could be next. So first, they want to destroy the family. First, they destroy the family and they destroy uh, your vision of what it is to be human, right? Like the changing images of man, the Stanford Research Institute book, The Changing Images of Man, right? Making us believe that, no, you're not made in the image and likeness of God, right? Which is what we believe. Right? This is why we don't fall for this stuff. Because we know that man is made in the image and likeness of God, that's why we have free will. That's why we have things like reason. That's why we have access to things like logic. Man, made in the image and likeness of God, is not just a physical beast. But these people want to remake and rework. In the Changing Images of Man, which is a book that was published in... What year is this published? It was first published, I think it was 70... I think it was 78... Or 79. This specific one was 1982. The Changing Images of Man by the Stanford Research Institute. The Center for the Study of Social Policy slash SRI International. Joseph Campbell was involved in this. Some other interesting characters. But in this book, in this publication, this white paper, whatever you want to call it, they talk about the need to change the formative images of man in the universe, among many other things. So here's a passage. It shows how the image of humankind in relation to other forces can influence the way in which a culture develops. The image has significantly shaped or affected the development of our culture in directions that need re-examination. It offers unrealized potential for moderating the problems that are unique to our time. So they talk about changing these old images of man into the new images of man. Right? The new image of man and his place in the global economy. The new image of man and his place in the cosmos. And the new religion, which they say should be a mix of scientism and mysticism. And so that we can accept things like transhumanism. They want you to reject the truth. They want you to reject true history in lieu of false history, false anthropology, false ideology, false theology. They want you to believe that you're just a beast that came here by random chance through a process of material evolution, which would then naturally, of course, lead to the assumption that was held by the people that disseminated this worldview to us that there are people who are more evolved. There are more evolved races. It's a racist ideology in its core. Darwinian evolution. And Darwin was open about this. In fact, the title, the original title, title of The Origin of Species, the complete title included the term of the favored races. But that got dropped from the books that are published now. So they want to tell you, no, you're just this, uh, you're just this pond scum that evolved into monkeys and then became somehow conscious of this process. But now we get to take control of evolution, right? They believe that they're literally becoming gods. And they sell you on this idea. They sell you, hey, you're going to be like a god. You're just going to put an implant in your head 
You're going to be able to communicate telepathically. You're going to know everything. You'll be the internet. You will become the internet. They sell you on all the same nonsense that the serpent in the garden tried to sell our ancestors on and did sell our ancestors on. And that's why we've fallen. But they want to change history. They want to tell you something inverted, something perverted. And give you perverted ways of living, perverted imagery to fill your mind with, to fill your children's mind with. Turn your little daughters into Barbie dolls. Turn your little sons into, shit, I don't know, what's the, what's the prototype now? Little Takashi 6'9s? Little, uh, little Bruce Jenner's? So... New York Times says, we're on the cusp of the technological revolution in baby making. What it means to be a family could be next. Yeah, we know what you people want. Consider the following scenario. Anna and Nicole, 36 and 39 years old, have been close friends since college. They each dated various men through their 20s and 30s and had a smattering of romantic relationships that didn't quite work out. See, this is, imagine, imagine this. That's you. That's who they want you to be. You've been promiscuous and childish through your younger years. There are no rites of passage that are leading you to think that it's a good idea to have a family, to have a good, healthy relationship. You're shown nothing but unhealthy relationships by doped-up celebrities so that by the time you're in your mid to late 30s, you're probably going to be single and alone. Your pussy's probably all used up and stanky. And you probably you might even be sterile. You probably sterilize yourself if you're a dude. Probably got multiple venereal diseases. All sorts of weird insecurities that you're trying to cover up and plug up by plugging your peeny in whatever hole will allow you to put it in. And then you're unable to pair bond long term. And then you're unable to actually have a healthy relationship. So then you have nobody to pass knowledge on to. You have nobody to take care of you when you're elderly as well. So the New York Times starting right out giving you the prototype young women that they want. They want young, promiscuous women, empowered, right? Not having children, chasing money and clout. So that by the time they get past their glory days, they're useless. And they're useless to the system too. They tell us we're not essential. So they don't want us having families. They each dated various men throughout their 20s and 30s and had a smattering of romantic relationships that didn't quite work out. What a surprise. But now, as they approach midlife, both women have grown weary of the merry-go-round of online dating and searching for men who might make appropriate fathers for the babies they don't have yet. Both Anna and Nicole want children. They want to raise those children in a stable, nurturing environment. See, that? how are you going to raise them in a stable, nurturing environment if you haven't inherited from your parents a stable, nurturing environment? If you weren't ever shown how to curate a stable and nurturing environment, how do you expect to raise children in a stable, nurturing environment? And this is, this is exactly what these social engineers want. That stable, nurturing environment, they want that to be the state's assembly line for humans. So they decide to have a baby. A baby that is genetically their own, together. Oh, they're going to have a... The two women are going to have a baby together. (laughs) Such an idea may sound fantastical. 
but technologies that could enable two women or two men or four unrelated people of any sex to conceive a child together are already under development. The future, guys. If these technologies move eventually from the laboratory into clinical use, the history of assisted fertility suggests they can and will. Then couples, or rather co-parents, co-parents, like Anna and Nicole, are likely to reshape some of our most fundamental ideas on what it takes to make a baby and a family. So we don't need men anymore. You're so empowered that you get to have a baby with your best friend. Right? You, you, uh, you, you uh, doped up, opiate-addicted, pharmaceutical-drug-addicted women can, uh, can go have a baby with another woman. That sounds great, right? That sounds great, right? Two, <laughs> two mommies. How lovely. To date, most major advances in assisted reproduction have been tweaks in the basic process of sexual reproduction. Artificial insemination brought sperm toward egg through a different non-sexual channel. In vitro fertilization mixed them together outside the woman's body. Little things, really, in the broader sweep of life. Now, and of course, also you have the sexual revolution, which separated the sexual act from sexual reproduction which is a huge goal of these people. And yet even these have had profound consequences. Humans are reproducing in ways that would have been truly unimaginable just of several decades ago. Two women, I'm sorry, two men and a surrogate. Two women and a sperm donor. An older woman using genetic material from a much younger egg. Each turn of the technological screw has been generated by the same profound impulse to allow people to conceive babies they desperately want and build families with those who they love. And that's a lie. This is not what it's about. This is about the eventual control of human breeding by the state. Bertrand Russell wrote about this. Um, uh, Lord Birkenhead, the best friend of Winston Churchill, wrote about this in that 1929 Cosmopolitan article that we've read several times on the stream here over the last like five years. They want to they want to detach and divorce sexual activity from reprodu reproduction, and they want the state to create ectogenetic babies and grow them in laboratories. That's what these people want. For most of human history, after all, families across the Western world were defined in largely biblical terms. Oh, what a, what a surprise. You want to get rid of that, don't you? One man, one woman with children conceived through sex and sanctified by marriage. Everyone else was just a bastard. Oh, it's so bigoted, right? It's so bigoted. Being a family is a bigoted. It's so mean and it's exclusive. All right, so they they go on and on. I haven't read this article. It's the first time I've read it, but uh, it, they want lab-grown babies, lab-grown babies, in vitro. They want them lab-grown babies. What the heck is this? ABC News. Wait, I don't know where that came from. All right, <laughs> this one's this brave new world. Talks about state controlling reproduction exactly well. You know, Huxley, uh, his brother was Julian Huxley, who started UNESCO. Julian Huxley also started the World Wildlife Fund, one of the founders of the World Wildlife Fund. So these people have been planning this for a long, 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 long time. Long, long time. And unless people push back, unless we teach our children what is true, what is good. And unless we're able to pass on real knowledge to our children, these people think that they can succeed. They think that they can do this. And there's a lot of money being pushed into this. There's a lot of money being pushed into propagandizing us to think that this is inevitable. 
But this is not inevitable. Right? This is destructive. This is unsustainable. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be inevitable. This doesn't have to come into fruition. And if and when it does, we don't have to submit. Right? Our children do not have to grow up in this madness. Right? That's why it's important that we teach them truth. That's why important that we, it's important that we teach them how to feed themselves. That we give them real skills. That we ourselves learn real skills. And this is why the university system has been geared towards pumping out people, standardized people, who State don't have real skills. In Hawaii. Right, and you just imagine them shirtless all day. Right. No, right, no. <laughs> no, Dr. Gregor. All right, thank you guys for interrupting. We appreciate the interruptions because this is how these streams get funded. This is why you guys get these streams because you guys support this. All right, the old model of just being able to uh, get real good content whenever you want it, that's quickly dying here on YouTube. I don't know how long this channel will be allowed to be here. We do our best. We're well within community guidelines always, but YouTube's been tightening it up. So we appreciate the support we get from you, from you guys. Kashif Raja donated five bucks through Super Chat. Says, followed you for years, and you inspired, inspired my keto journey. Love your content. Keep it up. Thank you, Kashif Raja. I appreciate that. Um, I really appreciate the encouragement there. It's always nice to get some encouragement. I get quite discouraged with this platform in general. Um, all right, here we go. We've got parenting and polyamory. Let's learn. Hey, beautiful people. My name's Brittany. And I'm... Oh, right away. Hey, beautiful people. Will you give me a cup of ice? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you fill this up with water? Bring that water from right there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got YouTube glitching I'm out. Fine. Okay, there we go. Hi, beautiful people. Hi, beautiful sparkle hearts. Hi, all my little unicorn toots. Hello. Hi, beautiful people. Hi, beautiful people. We love you so much. <laughs> we just, we love you. We just totally love you. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till Jessica comes back to actually play this clip. Polyamorous parents. We're gonna learn all about it from these poly parents. The poly squad. Polly Squad is <laughs> checking in. Crispy says, uh, lab-grown babies with no mother's microbiome will be a great market for um, meds lifelong. Imagine profits. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there's so much there's so much going on as far as um, as far as these you know, the, the multiple reasons for certain social engineering techniques there's a lot more going on than just, uh, you know, there's not just like one reason that things are done. You know, and the breakdown of the family is really important. That allows the state to raise the children, which means the transmission of knowledge to the next generation is the responsibility of the state and not families. That's one big aspect of it. Right? But another aspect is these people do eventually want to be breeding people in laboratories, right, they want to treat us like dogs. They want to breed us 
like dogs. And in their ideology, in the ideology that they've told us is true, they've told us that we're just as good as dogs, right? That we're just monkeys. Ah. All right, so here we go. How will we tell our children about our open relationship, polyamoring and parenting? Hi, everybody. We're so fake happy right now. We have, we're, we have no idea, like, what we're all about, but we're going to come up here and we're going to pretend like we've got it figured out. We're going to give you life advice, even though our lives are completely fucked. <laughs> hey, beautiful people. My name's Brittany. And I'm Connor. And today we're going to be answering the commonly asked question, how do we plan on explaining our interesting relationship dynamics to our future child? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank, thank God you have no children, right? And they, lo- they love these hypotheticals. Ah, like, how are we going to tell our child? Ah, we're just hoping Elmo will do it for us. We're, we're hoping that, like, the world, by the time we're, uh, like, grown up, like, we're, like, 40 right now, and I'm probably not even fertile anymore, but let's pretend that, like, uh, you know, let's just act like children because we've been completely infantilized by media our whole life. So it's like, yeah, like, by the time we're grown up and, like, 49 years old, and decide that we're ready to bring a child into the world? When we do that, by the time we get there, maybe Big Bird and Elmo will just be teaching all the children about Polly. So if you don't know, uh, I guess we use the tag, hashtag, hashtag polyamorous or um, open relationships sometimes. I guess or, or stupid, immature, and, uh, and and torturing each other. We'll call it that. Brittany and I don't really speak about our relationship exactly in that way, but it is helpful for people to find us. So relationship I, anarchy is another. That one probably is the most accurate. Accurate, but uh, any way you cut it, it's a non-traditional relationship. It's outside of um, most of our culture's relationships, especially when they have children. And yeah, so we've gotten the question like, well, how are you going to explain that to your child? And I think that that's a really interesting question because we don't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. We don't ask monogamous people... How or, are you going to explain that? Right, how are you going to explain that? Because uh, <laughs> you don't need to. Because monogamy is the natural state. <laughs> we, we're meant to have monogamous healthy relationships which is why you don't have a third person in this video with you you guys are in a relationship and you're trying to make it like it's oh you guys are so spiritual you guys are cutting edge we're shucking tradition man we're, we're gonna be totally rebellious man no <laughs> you guys are the odd ones don't try and justify, oh, it's all just relative, man. You, you don't have to explain to your children about your monogamous relationship. How do you have a baby? One man, one woman. Man puts his pee-pee in the woman's vagina. If you guys don't know, just cover your ears. Penis in vagina. Sperm egg. Insert miracle here, and there's a baby. There's a human child, <laughs> right? The, it's not mommy, daddy, another daddy, 
three more mommies get together in a big writhing flesh pile of human and KY jelly. And then a baby comes out. No, no, no. Sperm and egg. <laughs> right? This, this is how families are made. Um, so I guess the simple... Well, a, a simple thing to think about is, you know, any curiosity that our child presents to us, I imagine that we will uh, be excited to kind of answer or explore with them. Yeah. And if they ever came to us and said, like, hey, I'm really curious about your all's relationship, um, then uh, obviously I think we would, we would share. Yeah. And this I is so nerdy. Why are you making a video about something you, you don't even seem like you've thought of this? This is like the first time you've ever thought of this. And you're just you're just having a justification cope session in front of the camera. Why did you even make this video? I think more so we tend to learn in general and especially yeah. when we're young just by observing and experiencing the world. And I think that kids tend to have like the most awesome and direct questions. And I feel like they're going to get all the answers that they're looking for just by naturally being curious and being encouraged by us and by those around them to, to just like explore the world and explore their curiosities. Yeah, I don't think that it, it I, I kind of doubt that it'll ever really come up as a direct <laughs> The body language, the body language, man. Question like that, just like it probably has never come up in a monogamous, you know, partnership where the child is like, "Hey, I'm really curious why you guys aren't dating other people." You know, <laughs> it's just kind of part of the structure, and so yeah. they sort of absorb that and understand that that's that that is their parents' relationship. You know, and every relationship looks really different, whether it's monogamous or not. So even within the constructs of, you know, a typical, a more typical standard relationship, there's going to be some real differences that you're not just going to sit down and explain to your child, you know? Right. Um, it's just going to be part of your life. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think maybe the bigger thing that people... I think maybe the most important thing is that you just, like, you just, like, say stuff without really, like, saying stuff. And if you just, like, use your hands and, like... Like, just, like, move around and just, like, say, like, like a lot. Um, you just, like, say nothing. It's like, this is this is how, how I talk. And my wife talks just like this, too. And I just think that, like, I just think that, like, you could just, like, move around your arms and just, like, and just, like, just meander a little bit. And then just, like, the audience will maybe assume that you actually said something, like, yeah. Would like to hear about is, like, is it all this other stuff that we talk about, which is, like... Love and compassion just like and love. Let's get the let's get him to nod to the camera about that. And caring for one another, <laughs> supporting one another. We're so excited like to support our child in the world mm. and to surround them with love. Surround love. them with love from like all types of people, right? Like if our what if our child wants to be in an open relationship with us and like not like in like the way we do, but like. Say, like, our child's like, hey, I'm going to be in an open relationship with other families, and, like, I'm going to treat them like they're my parents. Like, we'd be open to that. We'd be open to, like, you know, it's like if, if like, Jimmy Savile and Prince Philip wanted to be, uh, like, in an open family relationship with us and our child, we would just, like, let him treat them like they were his daddies also.
building supportive relationships and right like right. I think maybe people are wondering like how would you manage like a child feeling uncomfortable with like things mm. going on around them yeah yeah because you guys are obviously so comfortable <laughs> you know why your child's uncomfortable because you are uncomfortable and miserable <laughs> like everything that you're exuding right here is just discomfort misery and like this weird projected cope um okay Dude, this is like halfway through the video and you still said nothing and i think maybe that's more of a reflection on what the person who's asking the question could be feeling imagining sense. it um and i think that like at the basis of our lives like and maybe you know this if you watch us a lot like we don't have a dramatic crazy life like we have a super supportive connected relationship that's like really normal to us and yeah we're really excited to bring a child yeah in we're really excited into that atmosphere and to like really care for all of their needs i think that they're they're going to be like beyond cared for and beyond i just use the word cared for and supported so much be and i think it's just because like that's the thing those mm -hmm. are like the those, those are the main focuses yeah yeah and like in terms of other partners being part of our lives, I imagine that that will be very similar to other friends being a part of more uh, monogamous styles of sure. relationships. It seems to me like all right in this. It really seems to me like they're at like the end stage of their relationship. That they're like they're making this video. It seems to me like they're maybe one or two arguments away from just ending this whole thing. This is so weird. I don't. I don't know. Like if you guys are getting that vibe too. Someone in the chat earlier says they already broke up. Um. I, I wouldn't doubt it. It does not seem like either one of these people have much care for the other. Um, they're both staring at the camera, making very little eye contact with each other. And it, just, it seems to me like these people are miserable. And I, I highly doubt that they're still together. Somebody in the chat said that they've broken up, which I, you know, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll see what they're, what they're doing and what, what's happened since. This is January 2019. That you and I have really set our whole life intention towards health. You know, like that's our focus. It's been our focus as individuals. It's been our focus as a relationship. And it's definitely our focus for our baby. Definitely. So when I think about some of the questions we receive, I think what they're actually asking is like, how are you going to create a healthy environment for your child, you know? Mm -hmm. And they might be, there may be some idea that maybe one way that we do something could be healthier, maybe the way someone else would choose to do something could be healthier. But what I, what I kind of perceive in the world is that many people want health, but maybe that's not actually where they're putting a lot of their energy. Maybe they're putting a lot of energy into a lot of other places that feel important. And I don't want to take away from that, you know? I really think we're all trying to do our best. But, gosh, I just feel like... This is the most... <laughs> How many times have you heard some of like, these squishy traveler fake hippies? Everyone's just doing their best. Everyone's just doing their best. Like, we're all just doing our best. Like, I'm just doing my best, you're just doing your best. Your we're best. all just doing our best. <laughs> these people have, have babbled for five and a half minutes and said... Fucking nothing. You said nothing. You said nothing, people. All right, here we go. What a surprise. 
family changes and updates. Let's see what happens. Um, a year and a half later. Hey, beautiful people. How are you? My name is... Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. I love flattery. <laughs> Thinks I'm beautiful. It's Connor. My name is Brittany. And we wanted to kind of share a family update, just like in general what's been going on with our family. Um, because some of you have noticed that our family structure has changed a little bit, so we want to check in on that. And also just give you a couple other tidbits that uh, have been new, I'd say, over the last month or so. There we go. <laughs> what do you think? Any predictions? Any predictions? Fano says, dude, take deeper breath. <sighs> what, are, what are your predictions? I think it sounds good to talk about the thing that we've gotten the most questions about, which is... Which is... Did you guys finally break up? Because we all know you hate each other. <laughs> like, what's going on before they filmed this? Before they, they positioned each other together in front of the camera? Like, what, what is their life before this? Is <laughs> Emily moving out? And Emily moving out? Who's Emily? Is Emily the third wheel? We want to do that in a way that really honors Emily. And we so appreciate that she was down to be on our channel and just be more on social media as being a part of our family. And we very much still consider her a part of our family, even Aww. though she's not living in the same house with us. Yeah. Imagine if it didn't have this stupid commercial music in the background. Imagine it would be even more boring without that music. And yeah, I'm not sure what people are most curious about, but I guess just they're noticing. We're curious about what your child's going to end up like. That's what we're curious about. We're curious about why do you keep doing this to each other? Look at the like. Look at the fear as he looks at her. He's like, why are you looking at her with such fear? Like you're afraid of what she's going to say. Thing that that structure changed and we wanted to acknowledge that and say yes emily's not living here anymore and we love her so much and we really consider her family and we we want to honor her by by saying the same thing over and over again in a boring 12 minute video where we say nothing sharing that yeah and it, acknowledging her presence right and it is always funny you know to like uh <laughs> deep breath buddy balance people's actual real lives and yeah. this thing that we do because you know you and i have been doing this for a long time and we're so like we'll probably make a video on privacy someday but i think we feel very yeah. much like want to share everything yeah we're not we're not very private people at this point and for me personally that's been an incredibly beneficial thing and i know a lot of people that that just does not feel beneficial yeah. for them whatsoever and we can't know how someone else is feeling, which is why we, we really avoid uh, speaking about other people too directly. Yeah. And we also are really sensitive to like bringing people onto our channel and just really double, triple, quadruple checking that that feels comfortable for them. Yeah. So, um, so you know, Emily did. Much, why are they, like, when they look at each other, it's just pain. Like she looks at his mouth, doesn't look to his eyes, and it's just pain. Like disconnected agony. That's what I would say. It seems like she's... 
did um, choose to be on our channel yeah. a couple of times and um, it was lovely and living with her was amazing. I feel like I grew so much and she taught me so much. Oh. And I think um, what I understand is that, you know, our space is, it's a big space and it's also a small space oh. for, for adults and a baby. Yeah. And we are, you know, the, the three of us adults. That's racism, Connor man. I love to racism, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Here we got a super chat. There we go. There we go. Every once in a while, I gotta, I gotta remind the, the chat every once in a while. We need you guys' support. If you guys like these streams, I, I can only say it so many times per stream without annoying myself. But we get zero support from YouTube. There's some of you guys who come through regularly and support. I gotta say, we appreciate that a lot. You guys are the ones who keep this channel going. You know, I mean, there's there other ways we could be spending our time. We try. I, I love this. I love doing it. But YouTube has been crushing the channel lately, and I appreciate the ones who uh, the ones out there who do support. Uh, we get support from a few guys in the audience. And Del Bridge sends two dollars through super chat. Says, "God bless you and your family, Tristan. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Del." Uh, I guess the best way to support is via Streamlabs. Uh, if you guys do enjoy watching the stream, please consider supporting via the Streamlabs. We enjoy doing these streams for you guys, and that um, we appreciate the support we do get from the few you guys in the audience out there who do throw some support our way. So thank you guys very much. Yeah, for that matter, are very close-knit, and we, we have a lot of overlapping time. And although we all value self-time a lot, it is probably difficult if you are interested in having uh, much of that. <laughs> it's just not really yeah. the space to do it in. We really live in a community space. We share all the spaces, so there's no one room that's one person's room. And it, we're kind of like everything you're feeling, we're about sharing that and sharing the impact of that on each other. And yeah, this is just cool to get this reflection on what we've all merged into because I don't think this was the case when you, Bridget, Leah, and I came together. No, definitely and not. That's Wait, something you, really Bridget, Leah, and I have four people in a relationship. Where's your child? Where's the child? Two. Mm -hmm. Be because it, it, it feels like it provides the best living situation for us. Right. And it's really specific. And yeah, I just, I love that Emily was down to try it out and play with us. And I feel like there's so many ways that it really rocked. There were ways that it wasn't ideal for everyone. And I feel like we've all merged into the next evolution, which feels like this is even more ideal oh, for yeah. all of us. That's my sense of things. Yeah. And I really am so grateful for the time while living together and I don't think I didn't have any expectation around what that would look like or for how long and right. I feel like it's been a really a great success. I it's been a great success. So where's this child you were talking about? They're so worried about these weird games that they're playing with each other. And all the while, what what is their child what's their child going through? Time and our relationship has done. What? Do they have a they have a real baby. They should, still they consider her family Look. and still love her a lot. And I also think that uh, if I were just to guess um, that having a little more of her own space was probably something that she couldn't have known that she was needing without... She didn't. We had, to, we had to tell her, like, hey, it's be really cool. We, we really think that for your spiritual development that you should get your own space, like away from our space you know like you should make we love you 
we we've had so we would just love everything about you. You know, we've had amazing experiences with you. We wouldn't change them for anything. Wouldn't trend them for the world. But we just think that it's better if you just like get the fuck away from us, okay? <laughs> Trying this out. So it's definitely not um, a loss. I feel like it's a win-win-win all around. And yeah. um, I think Ilya had a great time with yeah. it. And yeah, I think we're... Well, how long has it been? Maybe a month. A month. About a month. Yeah. So it's, it also feels good to be making this video a little time after and yeah. not like the day after. Because we all needed to settle back into our own rhythm. And down the road, I think what we're looking for is more community um, <laughs> we want another one we want more toys we really want like more toys and we we're hoping next toys would be like maybe like a younger blonde one maybe even an older one teens right in like white right and you just imagine them shirtless all day right 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 yeah maybe maybe we can get some like some grandmas you know it's like we don't discriminate like love is love you know it's like we like we're we're open to to all things. We're open to it all. <laughs> Ryan S. 1980. Thank you, Ryan. S. Ryan S. 1980. Another, another, we got some major support here from Ryan. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Ryan. Says, my wife's boyfriend says I should social distance when we're all in the bedroom together. Is that weird? Well, look, man. I mean, you got to respect what he wants. I mean, love is love. You don't own your wife. Right? And uh, look, if he's a minority and you're not, then you have to consider that as well. It's like, you, this could just be you coming at him from a place of privilege. Right? Thinking that you somehow like deserve your wife's attention. And when you guys are in the bedroom together, if he wants you to socially distance, he shouldn't have to tell you that he wants that. Like, you should just respect it. Right? You know, just go, go sit in the corner. Sit in the dunce corner. Thank you, Ryan. 1980. In a fluid way, and no one here is locked into this. This yeah. is something we choose on a daily basis. And we we don't really have expectations of one another. And we mm -hmm. certainly don't have expectations of, you know, bringing well, someone else into our space. It's actually just one mm -hmm. of the gaslighting techniques I want to highlight. Wow, we got a, we got a doozy of a question here. Jessica, you're gonna have to pipe in on this one. Okay. You're gonna have to, you might have to stand up for this one. Mm -hmm. And you're over there cross-stitching. the hell are you cross-stitching? I'm making a cottage. With a vine. Like on a scrap piece. He's mm -hmm. practicing? No, it's a real thing. That's a, okay, well, obviously it's a real thing, but... <laughs> Machine82 donates 499 through Super Chat. Says, I have a 14-year-old daughter who was brainwashed by social media. If I take it away, I'm worried she will rebel. How would you handle it? That's, that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I would say, there, I mean, obviously there are a lot of different ways you could go about it. One way would be just having conversations and just telling her straight up what you see, mm -hmm. right? Like, go, you could, there's several ways you can go about it. You can kind of enter into her world, right? And like come in and you know, have some conversations and try to get her to show you what she's seeing. Show you the things that she's looking at. And then you can critique it with her. Right, because you know your spiritual bond within your family has to be stronger than all these things that are pushing and pulling and trying to grab their their tentacles on your children and pull them out. Your your connection to God, your faith, 
And what you teach your children has to be stronger, more cutting, more true, and more powerful than all this bullshit they're being taught on social media. So it really comes down to kind of not like forcing ideas on her, but you're showing her the truth and having real open conversations, understanding where she's coming from and what she's seeing and how she's interpreting it, and giving her some of your perspective and help, helping to kind of you know synthesize this uh, these two perspectives into something that's more cohesive and coherent. Um, that's one thing you could do. Uh, another way would be like, I mean, you, you, you're right. If you just try to take away social media, she probably would rebel, but you can start trying to help her replace it with other things. Now it's really difficult with 14 year olds because they've created this generation gap where 14 year olds think they know everything, right? When I was 14, my, you, my dad couldn't tell me shit. My dad couldn't tell me anything. I knew it all when I was 14, right? It's the same, same always. Um, so they could be difficult. I, I think it's more like more... It's going to be more fruitful for you to uh, to go about this in a little bit more of a uh, of a soft and nudging way, where it's like you're you know you speaking to her about the truth, sharing the truth with her, and um, and don't treat her like an idiot who just you're not going to be able to uh, don't just try to treat her like a dummy who doesn't understand these things. Your daughter, she's 14 years old years old. Our eight year old daughter understands what's going on, right? And you just a few conversations. And, and she's going to be on your level. So I think that's going to be the best way to go about it. And, um, you know, don't, don't try to go about it with like a, I'm, a, I'm your daddy and I'm going to lecture you. It's like you got you to gotta get in there. You got to get in there and, and, uh, and really see what she's going through. Bear Roots Farmer says, uh, as an ex-14-year-old daughter, there are ways to do this. Most young teens desire boundaries, but you have to develop a relationship with her. Exactly. Take it away. But you also have to take it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like you gotta. It, you're not gonna be able to do that by just no more social media. Now I'm, you know, I'm laying down the law. It's got to be like you go in there and you explain to her what's going on. You share perspective with her. A little bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. Or give her an alternative that's yeah. more valuable. So there you go. The the alternative has to be more powerful and more valuable. So I hope that helps. It's a really good question. And thanks for the support in whatever capacity and uh yeah we we just really honor that people change you know and fluidity for that reason is really really helpful i love that and i think it's given us greater insight into what we all dream of in our future which is still not saying anything all right so i can assume the second half of that video is just as null as the first one here we go Child custody agreement. <laughs> All right, so here it is. What's going on? Hi, beautiful beings. Beautiful beings. This is Connor. So, Dang, Connor is supping now. Wow. Connor, what are we talking about today? So we've gotten some questions and also some strong encouragement to uh, around... <laughs> around uh, a child custody agreement or other forms of um, involving the legal system or creating a contract that can be enforced legally to ensure that each party has time with Ilya. <laughs> oh, so sad. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're... I don't know. I, I, I can't watch any more of these people. What it has been like living in a warehouse... Connor moves out update. <laughs> like he's moving out. All right, let's one more clip. 
One more clip. All right, this is uh, Connor and Brittany, Lifestyle and Family. Look, I, they're, they're probably never going to watch this video. Their name's not going to be in the title or anything. But if you guys do watch this... Um, Hi, beautiful beings. My please name. stop calling us beautiful beings, first of all. Please, 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 for the love of God, stop doing all this polyamory nonsense. And you're going to confuse the shit out of your child. If you if want your you child to be... that you are being gaslighted, yeah. then speak out. <laughs> Come and speak to someone. Make friends within the vegan community. Blink-182 Globo Technocrat. <laughs> Blink-182 Globo Technocrat. Donated $5. Says, for all the skateboarding teens and big daddies and wise boyfriends out there, Polly Squad, no frontin'. That's right. No front on the poly squad. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Blink 182 Global Technocrat. It's Brittany. And I'm Connor. And today we want to share an update on how we are co-parenting and coexisting in our lives since we've made a change in our lives, which is that we're not currently living full time in the same home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right? This is this is amazing. Polyamory. It's just, just how it works out, right? They're going with the flow. You know, and this is the next stage in their evolution. This is just an and this is better for everybody. The only thing that's better than this stage in their evolution is the next stage in the evolution. <laughs> What's that gonna be? Uh when, when when Connor is doing a gay for pay on OnlyFans and, and the mother is um is uh, is professionally dancing in the night to uh, to support support her child. Um, I guess that that would be the next stage. And if that is a surprise to you, then you are not subscribed to our other channel. <laughs> so yeah, you can check out our other channel, and we're just sharing about the whole process as we're navigating our authentic relationship. Just the same way we always have been, really. <laughs> yeah, just totally confused and, uh, and thinking it's just so cool, too. It's just so awesome. All right, that was... Oh, man. So the New York Times. New York Times. They're, they're, they're just there to hell. I, I'm going to take some calls now. I'm going to take some calls. Let's see who's on the lines. Right. If you guys want to call in, we'll be taking calls. We'll do open lines now. Hold on, caller. One second. Let me get your, let me get your thing pulled up here. Hold. Hey, what's up, man? Hold on. Okay. All right, there we go. There hey, he is. Man. What's up, Jerry? How's it going, man? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Hey, can you uh, can you hear me all right? I'm trying the, uh, a new setup out. Yeah, sound good. All right, cool. Yeah, um, give me one second. I'm going to um, grab my charger. I'm going to hop outside. Okay, we'll all just wait for you. All right, yeah, everybody wait. Dead air. Make sure it's like completely yeah. dead. No one's a word. No one's going to say anything until you get back and you cue us, okay? I'm going to pause. <laughs> I'm just going to cover my camera and my microphone. Okay. <laughs> when you come back. No, but how's your day going, man? Good, man, good, man. We got... We got someone else trying to call in too. We got Emir. Emir's in the waiting room. We'll let him in in a minute. All right, all right. 
Yeah, yeah. Jerry, Jerry. All right, well, you Jerry. talk to him for a minute then, I guess. If uh, Yeah, you talk to him and I'll uh, try and get ready. Okay, you you get ready. We'll take... You put your you go put your face on, but how do you know? All right, let's. Oh no, she just left. He just left. Maybe he'll be back. Anyways, we got Jerry. Jerry, what's your YouTube channel? Did you ask me a question? Yeah, what's your YouTube channel again, Jerry? So everybody can know where they can find your stuff if they get interested. Oh, he's he's running out of service. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Come on, Jerry. Come on, Jerry. All right, come over here and see what's going on in the chat. What's up, guys? We got OK modding the chat. OK, my super mod. I feel like like if I if I do a stream and I don't see OK's name popping up, I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on here? What's going on here? We got a uh, <clears throat> we got a mutiny in the chat. If we get mutinies in the chat, we always got to have OK sweeping up the mess. Let's see. Let me read, read what's going on in here. We got... You want to find out? Find out. Oh. Find out. You'll... Come at me and you'll find out how strong I am eating a plant-based diet. Hey. Okay? Okay. You'll find out. Okay. I get it. I got it. Man, Mark Passio. I've had a Mark Passio. I got this. I got one window with so many funny videos pulled up that I just never get to. Mark Passio is one of them funny videos in that window. We'll get to him soon. We'll get to you one day, Mark Passio. Love Hijerte donated 50 knocks, which I think those are um, Norwegian. Says, God bless you, Tristan. I struggle every day trying to find a girl. 27 years old. Time to make a family. All my friends are single. Um, I don't know if, we, if you heard. There was a stream a few weeks back where um, I gave a – I know you're not like – obviously you're not – coming here asking for advice you're just telling me what's up but let me throw a little piece of unsolicited advice at you there um trying to find a girl versus actively living your life and then when one comes along pull her on board and say you want to come with okay cool let's go there's kind of two different approaches there right so i think we, so don't get so caught up in like looking for a relationship Right, build your relationship with God. Become a good man. Right, become a good person. Your reality has to be solid enough to where someone else is going to come on board and let you steer that ship with them on board. Right, so your your connection to God, your relationship with God, that's the most important thing. Build on that. Right, build on that. Work on being a good man. And a good woman, women are going to want to come along. If you're a good dude, if you work on that, and if you're focused on God... People see that. People pick up on that, and they want to come along with you. You know, others will pick up on that, and they'll hate you, and they'll despise you for it. But then some, some, and the good women, they're going to want to come along with you. So that's that's kind of a, what I what I would advise young dudes out there: build your build your relationship with God. Work on being a good dude. And then, hey, when it's when it when you are worthy of pulling someone else on deck and bringing them along with you, then they'll come. And maybe one will come. And thank you for that super chat, by the way. I appreciate that. And a 50 uh, NOKs, that equals 10 million US dollars. So, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know what Norwegian, what they translate to. But I appreciate that, man. Hope, hope all's going well with, over there in Norway, if that is where you're at. Jerry's back. How? Back. 
There's Jerry. That's the Jerry we know and love. The Jerry that comes to yeah. us from his vehicle. Yes. What did I just do? Oh my god. I'm sorry. My phone is really messed up right now. Well, now your audio's not as good. Sounds like your mic. Okay, hang on one second. One second. I'm fixing it. Give me one sec. How dare you? Okay. How dare you, sir? So, so let me explain what's going on here. Um, yeah. I, uh, I kind of messed up my phone today, and uh, yesterday at my dad's birthday, my little brother Noah gave me uh, gave me his old <coughs> iPhone. So I don't have service on it, but I could use the Wi-Fi at my brother's house. So I forgot about that. So when I walked outside to go in the car. It disconnected us, so that's why I'm using my old phone now. So that's why the audio is probably a little less. Good. I really, it, I was wondering. It, I was really wondering, like, yeah, yeah, that, that really. Yeah. Helps. Jessica says you didn't explain why you're in your car, though. Oh yeah, I'm in the car because uh, I'm at my brother's house, and there's a bunch of people in there right now. So I figured I wouldn't bother them. With you would talking very loudly. You would <laughs> rather hang out with the bigots than hang out with exactly. your brother and his friends. Exactly. But I wanted to say, I wanted to say hello, all you beautiful. Beautiful souls instead of biggest today. Dang, that's so deep. Like, that's really <laughs> spiritual. Beautiful souls? Yes, high beautiful souls. What about not... beautiful, high beautiful, highly evolved monkeys? Yes. Yeah, we're all just stardust, you know? Hey, we're all stardust. just stardust. We're also monkeys. Hey, monkey stardusts. <laughs> yeah. Just call so, us uh, naughty I, I didn't hear your answer to the question before. How was your day going? It's going all right. It's going. You? What's Good. up with you, man? Uh, my my day's pretty pretty garbage, <laughs> to uh, be honest. Today's been a rough one. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I fuck, I think I'm broke up with my girlfriend. So you know that's never fun. And oh no, How I don't that? know. I broke my phone. <laughs> you think you think you broke up with your girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, I thought I was just giving it a couple of days, but now she's kind of acting squirrely. So I'm not. I'm in like this limbo. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So you don't know whether you want to salvage. We'll you don't know whether it's worth salvaging or not. Pretty much, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Or if she even wants to salvage that. First, it started off with me not wanting to get back together, and then it's like, I just don't know, man. I got I got a lot of thinking to do. You yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, and then I broke my phone. I dropped my phone on the sidewalk and busted up the screen. So I was like, damn. That's why I wanted to use the iPhone because uh, yeah. it cracked right in front of the camera. So I don't know if it's. I guess there's a little glare. There's a little bit of glare, but it gives it this cool artsy, like, 1980s kind of... It's Andy Warhol. Like, <laughs> like that movie Drive. It looks like we're, we're in the, the yeah. cinematographer from Drive is, is directing yeah. your, your iPhone. Oh, my God. Well, dude, dude that I'm, video I'm, you were playing was pretty awful. There's like three of them. I, yeah, I can't believe these people. I love yeah. <laughs> We're just like, we're just moving on. Like, we're, we just figured this is the next best thing in our evolution. It's like, you know, it's like I've never, I've never been a stripper. And I, I think this is like, I love cocaine. I love alcohol. Yeah. So it's like, this is oh, the yeah. next best stage of my evolution. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a, a lady of the night. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, every day, every day we reaffirm that we want to be with each other. So it's like the opposite of commitment. It's like, just like if, you know, if you're having a bad day, just throw the person away. Like, you know, yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, the new global citizen model is the, the polyamorous, confused yeah. eighth, eighth grader, perpetual eighth graders. Yeah. For real. It's like a um, empty calorie relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, uh. I can't believe the New York Times article where they just cut straight to the chase. Even in the byline, the tagline of the art 
oh, the article mentions a technological revolution in baby making. <laughs> it's just, it's so in your face. <laughs> yeah. What was that article talking about? It was about... So what was the revolution? The revolution, the technological revolution in baby making is lab-grown babies. We don't need traditional families anymore, and we need to transcend that. You know, I mean, we've already transcended the traditional ways of conceiving children. You can have two right. dads, three moms, four, you know, <laughs> centaur babies, and, you know, you, you can... So let's... Uh, we might as well rework what it means to be a family and it was yeah. kind of selling the idea of this future uh what what lord birkin had called the ectogenetic birth so there's the the lab babies right <laughs> that's crazy so that was the actual thing was lab grown babies they were that that was legit well there was this, this is the undercurrent right they talked about well they have with these technological revolutions all these different ways of making babies we don't need families right. anymore we don't need that stuff yeah, that's all. That's old. That's old stuff. Old is always bad, right? We gotta get the new. Yes, exactly. Whatever's new is the best. Exactly. Yeah, like those old phones that used to like you know last a hundred years, right? As long as you didn't like set them on fire, those things were bad. The new phones yeah. that break after a month, that's the good stuff. That's those are the really good. Those are the best. Well, those are the ones that all the good essential people have, right? That's right. That's right. The old cars that you could fix yourself and didn't need, uh, you know, to plug into a computer that only the mechanic shop has, you know, those were bad. Those were bad because they cost less money to fix. So, like, don't be selfish, you know, get the new, get the new car. Exactly. Don't be selfish. selfish. (laughs) People people in the chat are laughing about the the picture in the middle of this guy with his, like, goofy soy face being kissed (laughs) by these two chicks. Yeah. Yeah, he almost uh, reminded me of Frank DeFano for a minute. <laughs> I almost thought that was him. Jessica said he looks like Frank DeFano and Vegan Gaines had a baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So now that you've got me here, you want to do the Infinite Cup video? There's so many. Well, we, all right, we've got... Yeah, we've, that one. We have so many Infinite Cup videos. Yeah, but there was one you pulled up last time I was on where we didn't have a, time, a chance to get to it. And I think that wasn't that about polyamory, so it would fit in with the, uh, oh, yeah. the episode's theme. Well, there's always his under, the undertone of Infinite Cup is always polyamory. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's true. It's <laughs> <As> always. <laughs> there's always, always room for a little Infinite Cup in a relationship. You know, whatever you guys got going on in your relationship, I can find room for Infinite Cup. You know, exactly. he can slide his way in there. Exactly. Here we go. Let's see if I, uh, where is that? There we go. The infinite cup. Remember? Yeah, he did. His, his girl was pregnant like a year or two ago. We first found his channel and we watched a few of his videos on the stream. And then now I don't think he's with her. And I don't think they, I think he's moved on. I think infinite cup has, uh, he's expanded his horizons. He's opened his mind outside of his family and his child. And he broke free from that cultural conditioning, that cultural trap. Yeah, of, uh, you trap. know, sticking around with his pregnant wife. I, you know, I might, <laughs> I might be misrepresenting him. He might, he might have already. He might, you know, he might be a great dad and is yeah. teaching his child how to be a good wook. How to? Yeah, uh, that's true. You think him. they did like a a bathtub birth, like a dolphin slash bathtub birth? Yeah, they did it. They did it. <laughs> they they did the birth in a in a bath of pure. Liquid LSD. Yeah, with dolphins. Have you seen the the uh, one video of those people doing the dolphin birth? 
where they like give birth like in like a, a an ocean type setting with dolphins. No. I remember seeing that at one point. I was like, that's like the most hippie shit I've ever seen in my life. No, I haven't seen it. It sounds sounds wonderful though. The dolphins are the best. <laughs> what do they call that? Um, midwife. Ah. midwife? Is that the term for it? I was going to say. Dolphins that. are the greatest midwife. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. And if they're also really good lovers. John C. Lilly uh, couldn't. Yeah, that's couldn't, true. John C. Lilly couldn't keep away from them beautiful dolphins. Yeah, yeah. He heard about Tesla and he's like, I got to one up that, dude. Let's go dolphin. Not pigeon. Let's go dolphin. <laughs> well, John go. C. Lilly, man, that guy was a freak, dude. Have you read his book? Or one of his No, I haven't, but I've, I've listened to enough people talk about it to where I got a good idea of what's in it. You know, Dude, what I his mean? book is just like psychonaut psycho babble. It's like it's it's worse than Terrence McKenna and uh, oh, and Timothy wow. Leary. I'm saying just, something. It's so it's so zonked. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. the Infinite Cup. Um, if you guys don't remember, he's he's really enlightened. Um, he knows all about like five D. Like go yep. f- he just needs to borrow five bucks, though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, dude, are right, this this is an old video though? I feel like we are. Right, we got two options. We've got the sex raise your vibration or the end of the world, December twenty first, part one. <laughs> oh God, dude, I don't I know which. Hey, man, Jessica, which one? Does sex raise your vibration or the end of the world, December 21st, yeah, part one? Jessica says the end of the world. She doesn't want to hear him talk about sex. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. We'll start. Here we go. Infinite Cup. Yes, it's the end of the world. For Great him, answer. that means he ran out of weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here. It'll come back. I don't know why YouTube does this to me. I get this air every once in a while. YouTube's like, you're not ready for this yet, Tristan. You're not spiritually evolved just enough. Hold on. You, you need to go back and, and watch his earlier videos. I know, right? I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been initiated into this level yet. You didn't pass the YouTube vibe check. I'm still, I'm, too, I'm stuck in the third dimension. Like, I gotta, I gotta open up and jump and jump levels to the fifth real quick and see if I can open up my third eye. Um, well, you know what you gotta do, right? Yes. Let go. That's right. Let go. Just let it go. Just let it go. It's gone. All right, he's coming. Come back. Come on, Infinite Cup. We need you, Wook. We need you. Don't yes, do it's the now. end of the world. It's time to wake up. We can no uh, longer dim our light for anybody. Anybody. No, not, uh, not your wife. Not your child, oh. not your wife's boyfriend. Don't <laughs> dim your light for anybody. Just whether it's wearing the mask, whether it's people getting caught in the fear, the negativity, people are living in fear right now than I've ever seen. Honestly, my third eye. <laughs> people are living right, living in fear right now than I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> people are living in fear. In the fear, the negativity, people are living in fear right now. Than I've ever seen. Honestly, my third eye is oh like physically in pain from the overwhelming amount of fear. It's that physically, is... wait, is where is his third eye physically? Right. What kind of a doctor would you have to go see for that? You know? <laughs> would you go to an optometrist or would you go to like a brain surgeon? Or... Uh, you go to a, if if you if it's the Crowleyan third eye, you go to the proctologist. That's true. spread <laughs> right now because of this great awakening. 
Yes, it's the end of the world. December 21st is almost here. Not even just that key date. December 21st through the 24th, this portal is opening up, allowing us to enter higher consciousness. Yes! Yes, the oh, third portal. dimension is yes. already the gone. Open, the freaking portal's opening, you guys. <laughs> this is the one window, the, the higher consciousness. Take notes. Everybody, please. into the school bus now. Everybody, get into the converted school bus. We're going through the portal now, bro. Right, Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle's driving. <laughs> Don't mind my reality, we're... Here in the fifth dimension, we're ready. We're <laughs> ready, bro. Here. Now let's go. Fifth D. This is nothing but positivity. Okay, there is nothing to worry right. about. There is nothing to fear. Just because it's the end of the world doesn't mean it's negative. You'll notice the people that are <laughs> spreading this negativity are caught in the third dimension. That's right? Those are all. Yeah. And and guess what? Low vibration. Low vibe. You hear somebody talking about, you know, the government, anything to do with politics, anything to do with any powerful people doing anything bad, that's negative. Bro. Exactly. Just that's like the people vibration. who tell you Exactly the people who tell you, oh, you shouldn't do drugs all the time. You shouldn't build right. your whole your whole you shouldn't build up your whole personality all around what drugs you take. Those people no. those people are th are they're stuck. They're stuck in the third dimension and they're yeah. suffering. And you're the only one who can help them get out by raising your vibration. That's right. They haven't known the love of Mother Aya, you know, Mother Mama Ayahuasca, dude. They haven't had that yeah. third eye kiss from Mama to yeah. really show them what right. drugs can do for them. Exactly. They haven't. And they haven't activated their kundalini. Their chakras are spinning in all kinds of weird directions. Um, yeah. they're, 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 all their chakras are not even spinning. Like some of them are not spinning at all. Like the some of them don't even know what a chakra is. Oh, yeah, don't even go there. I mean, we all know those ones. <laughs> yeah. Is the third dimension that is... Yeah, yeah, right. Lack of... Uh, the, the shower and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh. Fear. That is the mind. <laughs> You'll notice if it has anything to do with the mind. If you're getting caught in that fear, that is the third dimension. That's not what December 21st is about at no, all. No, We need to get further and get past this and create the most optimal timeline. Okay, everybody that's getting caught in that other timeline based off fear is creating this version of it. We need to create that version based out of love. Oh. Now I'm going to keep reiterating this message because December 21st is a. So this is the thing, man. Like I don't, you mentioned, you had a hard day. Like mm -hmm. all these problems you're having, those are third dimension. Like your girlfriend, she was just in the third dimension, man. If she was really in love, she would do whatever you wanted her to do all the time. Like and you just that would be real love. Right, so That's it's like true. you gotta help. You have to help her to understand that she's just lower than you. Like she just doesn't. Understand. Yeah, she's in the third dimension. You're like you're about to go into the fifth dimension, right? Like your chakras are open, and hers are closed up. And you know she might be dragging you down and holding you down, but like if you just give her the right, like if you just dose her unwillingly on the right cocktail, and show her dark side of the Floyd, then you. <laughs> you be, she, you might be able to correct her and open her third eye up and get her back into 5D with you. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, honey. I, I, you know, I know that, you know, we got some problems, but I really feel like you're just really low vibe right now. And like, you just got to get on my level. You know? Yeah. You're just, you're not on my level. Get on my level. Get on and then level. you'll see that I'm right about everything. But first get, get down on your knees and apologize. Right. And, and, and beg right. for forgiveness because that's how you, yes. You have to humble yourself to leave the third dimension and go to the yeah. fifth dimension with the ascended masters like 
yeah. you. You have to beg, you have to beg, plead, and cry like a child, and then make sure you give your uh, your tithe to the infinite cup, and then your chakra starts spinning, and your vibe increases to the level where YouTube will let you watch the videos. That's right. Third eye opens, and you're good. Very important event. This energy that is coming down to planet Earth right now is allowing us to wake up. That's what it is. It's not this Independence Day, you know, crazy doom, aliens coming in. All of that is artificial. Again, all of that is rooted in fear, keeping people stuck in duality. We are here for the oneness. We are here for the higher consciousness. Now, going forward into this time, leading... Yeah. I feel like he like just... We're here for the oneness? Yeah. I feel like he just had a, like, a really disappointing conversation okay. with his parents. Right? Like he, <laughs> like he just had on the phone, his parents refused to send him money again. And he's like, yeah. this, is, this is him 30 minutes after the phone call with his mom where she's like, no... I'm not sending you another five thousand dollars. <laughs> I like. I know. Yes, I know. You want to open your glass blowing studio, your mobile glass blowing <laughs> studio in your van. I'm not gonna pay for it. I'm sorry, mom. I just need the startup capital, mom. Honestly, my YouTube channel is about to take off. I'm about to get skyrocketed into e-celeb status. Right? And if you could just give me that startup capital, I know I could. I can. I can change the world, mom. I could raise people's consciousness the- all across the globe with my pretty shiny glass and my pretty shiny rocks. The event. You need to put in your work. You need to go even deeper into your heart. You need to go deeper into your practice. Ooh, this I like is how he what says is that. being dem- practice. Your your practice. That's right. This, your practice. Your, to your heart. You need to go. That's like it's so soothing, right? It's like ooh, so yeah. so matter of fact. Your practice. Yeah, and it just drops a little seed so that, you know, people think that he's got some magical, like, witchcraft type thing going on. Oh, right? he's got all the practices. Look at that. Look at the pose. Like, oh, he's communicating. What do they call those? Uh, the hand things that they'll do, like, some icons have at the mushra, the mushras. Well, yeah, the, the Hindus call it the mudras. Yeah. Speak to someone. Make friends. Make friends. In the vegan community, namaste, mudra, fucker. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me read that super chat. Super chat from that was a super chat via YouTube, I think. There it is. We got no, we got two of them. Two of them. Uh, Joshua Schmidt donated four ninety nine four ninety nine through super chat. Says things were better when we let the Spanish inquisitors loose on these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the uh, the Roman the Roman Church. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Joshua Schmidt. I appreciate that. Louvergier donated uh, <laughs> NOK50 through Super Chat. Says, just a fun fact I picked up from the local Orthodox group. Father Seraphim Rose is half Norwegian. Just gives me hope for my people. Yeah. You know, well, have you checked out you know, the Norwegian Noose, his channel? Um, I think the, he named his channel, and that's Father Deacon Dr. Ananias. I think he named his channel as a slight reference to Father Seraphim Rose, but I'm, I could be wrong, probably wrong. Um, I remember he talked about why he named it the Norwegian Noose uh, before, but that's that's awesome, man. I think I think I saw last week some pictures of a beautiful Orthodox church in Norway or Norwegia um, <laughs> over there in, in Norway, and uh, it looked it looked gorgeous. So, hey, man, uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of hope. 
for everybody. And but the hope doesn't come from all this worldly stuff. That the hope doesn't come from uh, you know popping some tabs and um, and 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 watching Dark Side of the Floyd with this Wook here. It doesn't come from having a polyamorous relationship or. Are you sure, Tristan? Are you sure? Because Infinite Cup seems to have a you know a different view than you. Well, like, I'm honestly, not, like both of you guys seem true. pretty smart. You know, we got to listen to the experts though. Like, let me. Let me I, sh- I should just shut up and let the experts speak. Yeah, like I bet you he's meditated way more than you have. For you know? sure. And that's how you. That's how you come to truth. Yeah. You meditate. Meditate. You just mm-hmm. sit there and meditate. He, yeah, I was up. meditating earlier today, dude. That's all you got to start a sentence with, and everybody thinks that you're like super spiritual. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, I, I had a med- I meditate five minutes before work every day. We got it's true. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we have. Let me let me pull in. Oops, we're gonna pull somebody in. Oh no, he disappeared. We had Spheridge was Spheridge. Spheridge has left. Spheridge was trying to come in. Spheridge, you can come back. I'll pull you in. Come back deeper to into your practice. This is what is being demanded right now in 2020. You'll notice things are a lot different on the surface, right? We are demanding transparency on... What's that? I said, oh, they're just a little weird. They're a little weird on the surface, right? No, but for the enlightened one, it's all good. (laughs) All levels. Whether it's the corporations, whether what's going on in the in the movie. I love it when people with dreadlocks say the corporations. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Let's yeah. just one more time. It's basically, they're devil. The corporate and I and I'm with you. I'm with you, lefties. The corporations, the big banks, they're screwed, right? Like the. Yeah. But I just I love hearing somebody with dreadlocks say the corporations, man. Yeah, it's like <laughs> how they see. say capitalism. It's like they can acknowledge you know the problems with capitalism. Yeah. But they're still in the dialectic. But the you know, problem, the problem with capitalism is just that it's not evenly distributed to all the materialists, right? It's like yeah, right. they assume the same things of materialism. And, um. Yeah. <laughs> I want You'll notice stuff. things are a lot different on the surface, right? We are demanding transparency Ugh. on all levels, yeah. whether it's the corporations, whether what's going on in the, in the movies, the Hollywood, the programming that's happening throughout our entire consciousness on the world. You'll notice the political system is changing. The economy is changing. Even the very money system itself, how we look at money has completely changed. So going further, these changes are gonna happen again and again, pulling us into the fifth dimension. On the The surface dimension. (laughs) Damn, that's where we're going. These are changing because we're going from third to fifth. I think the money system's changing. The money system's changing. And uh, I forget what else he said, but how is that pulling us into the fifth dimension? That's basically what he said. He's like, yeah, these yeah, things yeah. are going to keep happening, and these are pulling us into the fifth dimension. It's because we're so stuck. The global digital currency, that's yeah. what's going to bring us there. Exactly. You know, the, the New World Order is going to bring us into the, the new great, uh, the, the new consciousness. Right? Yep. It's like we're, you're stuck in 3D, right? You're stuck in third gear. But this, All my life. Yeah, but we're about to skip fourth and jump right up into fifth. We're going 5D. Yeah. We don't even have to go through the fourth dimension. We just jump right over the fourth dimension. You jump down the little Mario sewer hole. And you come out and you swallow a star. And you go. You beat Bowser's ass. You take home Mario, your, dude. You take home your polyamorous your polyamorous harem of, of five cloned Princess Peaches. Or Princess, what is it called? Yeah, Peach. Princess Peaches. And, uh, and you're good. Right? That's 5D, dog. 
Mario was woke, dude. You know, he, he was always eating mushrooms. He you know, that's how you know he was woke. Liberty caps all day, man. Yep, yeah, he was based. <laughs> base. We got here. Let's see. We got a. Hey, Spheres. Spher three ridge. Spher three ridge. What's up? What's up? That was a good one. That's a really good Gattis. What's Introduce up? yourself if you want to and tell us how long you've been vegan. <laughs> Wait, do, you have a, <laughs> do you have a spirit soundboard? Is that what it is? <laughs> hey, Spirit, how you, you doing? I am doing good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, man. We're just learning about... What do you think about polyamory? Polyamory is retarded. <laughs> this is what I this is one of the best Spirit impersonations. <laughs> Spirit, how, how are you doing though, man? Like, what's what's new with you? It's been a it's been a long time since we've heard from you, and uh, yeah, how's uh, how's how's life? It is going good, man. Thank you for asking. Okay, I mean, is, I, I like. Go ahead. I ate some high meat. Yeah, you, you ever you ever find some baby meat? I know you were really you were really looking out for that for that baby meat for a while. Did you ever get your hands on some of that? Not yet. Really Plants good. lack fifteen nutrients. It is even retarded to think that you will be well without animal foods. <laughs> what nutrients are missing in plants, though? Vitamin E and amino acids. Vitamin E. Hey, what's up with you and your? You have a your girlfriend, your wife. Um, we're, what's what's going on with that? Like we know, we know you guys have had um, had some ups and downs. Uh, we, we got a lot of people, a lot of people saying a lot of crazy things about you guys. But we know you're just really mentally healthy, and everyone else is mentally ill. But what's going on with you and um, and your lady? It's Luna, right? I. I completely dominate him. Her, sorry. Oh, what? <laughs> maybe it was a uh, Freudian slip, but she is a she. Okay. No <laughs> doubt it's a about crime. it. <laughs> In some places, it's a crime, man. You misgender somebody, you better be careful. All of these ethics bullshit is man-made. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, dude. How do we know what? How do we know what's right and wrong, and like what what we should do? Like, how do we? What's right not and wrong is defined by the religion, which is man made. If you look at the nature, there is no good or bad. You just eat meat. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. That's really deep, man. So, what about uh, what if we deny? your worldview is that good or bad i don't care because nature at the end of the day has no good or bad is it too hard to understand you have to be retarded to think <laughs> otherwise wait so are you saying that everything is just okay so everything's everything good? is absolutely so why what about veganism can is veganism okay that's just part of nature right veganism is not part of nature in nature everybody eats meat and drinks blood what about cows cows don't eat meat and drink blood i think it's pronounced blah 
I did see a picture uh-huh. of a cow chewing uh-huh. on a snake. <laughs> it was a smart cow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I have to say, like, you could, you could actually... G- Gattis, I, I appreciate you calling in. You should call in another time. I really appreciate the Thank call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love your channel. The only thing I, I don't like about your channel is that it's uh, too addictive. Oh no! Oh no! But it's yeah. It's not I'm trying natural. to work and focus. I'm trying to work and focus, but three hours of stream, you know, it sucks the life out of you. you know? Are you from the Netherlands? <laughs> no, no. I'm. Um, I live in the U.S., but I'm Turkish. Turkish. You, almost, you yeah. sound like some of my friends from the Netherlands, or like uh, some Germans that I know. Like the the accent. Uh, Have you spent time in the Netherlands or Germany? No, I haven't. But I've watched a lot of. Um, uh, Esperia videos, so <laughs> yeah, Dude, your Esperia, your that that is the best Gattis impression that I've ever heard. Thank you. When you Thank first you. said hi, I was like, "Whoa, is this?" The, I because of what you said, I knew it wasn't Gattis, but it was like I thought you had a soundboard. I thought you had, I thought you had clips of Gattis that you were playing on a soundboard. That was that good. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad. I'm glad you find the the content addictive. I, you know, hey, you can listen at any time, and uh, and yeah, we have an audio podcast version you can listen to at work too. But um, man, awesome. I I appreciate you calling in. If you Thank you, have any, you. you have anything Thank else you. to say? You have any other questions? I'll pull in the next. Uh, the next, we got like three. Other Thank you. Right that now. was it. Have a good night, and I will jump back in again. Dude, in that was great. Future stream. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank Have a good you. Night, man. Fantastic Have a good impression. Night. Fantastic impression. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, yeah, Tristan. Everybody. I think you're going to need to start putting some Surgeon General warnings on your uh, streams, man. They're addictive. You know, they're hurting the uh, they're hurting the youth, and you know, kids are getting a hold of your streams, and we need we need some warnings on the box. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, we don't want people to be relapsing on my streams. Yeah. <laughs> Think of the children. Yeah. Speaking of which, how, how you doing, man? You had a you had a rough day. Like it's been what almost four weeks now. You've been like, you've been sober for yeah. like four weeks. That's right. Yeah. It's uh yeah. I mean, definitely today was a test for sure. It was. Just, I don't know. It's just one of those days. You know, you wake up and it just feels off. You know. I mean, it's just a bad day. You know, everybody's got bad days. And it's a weird day here um, too, man. We got this weird gray haze, like the whole sky, like from as far as we can see. It's these high, it's not like rain clouds, it's just this gray haze overhead. And I was looking at the satellite maps, and it's like all over Peru, Ecuador, Colombia, same haze. Um, yeah, I really feel weird. like there is something to like bad days. Not to, not to get too woo woo, but like. No, there's weird weather days where it's like up. the atmosphere just is weird, and everyone's having a weird day on some of these days. I think yeah. it happens, man. It happens. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when I have a day like this, like I'll like call my buddy up, and he's feeling the same way. It's, it's definitely there's definitely something to it. You know, it's yeah. environmental to a certain extent, or magnetic, or something. There's something off. You know, like it's your, some days your third eye I'm is pumped, so open. and everybody I know is pumped. And, our third eyes are open, bro, and we just feel, we feel so much. We feel more Yeah, I see everyone. the vibes. The ocean of vibes that just ripple out and connect every single one of us. It's the web of consciousness, the web of life. And if you just open that third eye, you can see it all. And then you could like, yeah. you could like snatch the flies off the web and clean the web. And then bam, you're there. You're in the fifth dimension and everything's okay. That is all amazing. Good. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Let's pull in. Let's pull in Josh. What's up, Josh? Joshua. 
What's happening, Josh? Hey, Josh, you uh, turn off turn off the sound on your browser, man. All right. Hey, um, cool. Hey, put your vi- do you have a you got access to a cam? You got the webcam? I sure do. We're on an iPad. There we go. Sorry. What's up, Josh? Can you hear me? Yeah, can man. Can you hear me? I can see you. I can hear you. I know you're a real person. And uh, yeah, man, we're good. If you want to turn the video off, you can. I just wanted to just confirm it's a real person, you know, sometimes. Oh, yeah, sure. I got the boy running around as Jonas, so. Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. No worries. Feel free to turn the video off if you want to. I just, I got to do, I got to do a video check just to make sure we're talking to a real human being when this, uh, okay. nobody saw, you know what's cool? Nobody saw your boy, too, because I had the video turned off on this one. He's in his room, so I'll just sleep on, I guess. <laughs> this beautiful face. No there reason to hide that face. The good face. Oh, how's it going, gentlemen? It's going, man. It's going. We got a big old bright. People keep talking about the moon being so bright, but I can't see it at all because we got this gray haze, this weird high yeah. clouds up, and I can't see anything in the sky. So I'm waiting on some rain, and we're uh, we're all right, though, man. We're all right. Rolling with the punches. Did y'all see? Was a week ago, two weeks, like uh, you had the moon and like Saturn, Jupiter, all that sort of right in a row. That was pretty cool. No, I didn't, I didn't hear that. about that. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was, it was cool. You have a telescope? Well, I'm not like it, it's into astrology. I just thought it was cool looking. So. Yeah, yeah. It's always interesting but, to see. I don't know. I, I, I like watching watching where the moon goes. and uh, I don't get to look at the stars every night, but it's always fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah anyway, I was over I, there. Sorry. Go on. No. Oh, uh, I was just going to say I've never uh, – called in but i've been watching your streams for a couple weeks now so oh nice this is pretty cool i ought to do the zoom thing nice so nice man i like i like what you do you do good stuff i appreciate it man i like that you got a family over there it looks like you got a nice home and uh what's what state are you in you're in the u.s right yeah we're in texas man oh there you go but texas what's what's going on man what's going to happen you got any predictions for the next week i'm like it's the 30th. Today is the 30th of October. The election's in what? It's on Tuesday, and today is Friday. Yes. What are you thinking, man? Um, well, I'm in central, around the Austin area. So basically, I'm going to look over that way towards Austin, and there's going to be like a pillar of smoke or two. I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Probably. It's going to look over. Look there. willing that stuff as far as it goes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it seems like it's going to get weird. That's for sure. It seems like it's going to get as weird as people can make it. <laughs> it's going to be as crazy yeah, well, as they could possibly make it. That's that's what the firearms and the friends and neighbors and family are for, you know? Yeah. Actually, the friends and neighbors yeah. and family are more important than the guns. And the church yes. as well. Yes, yeah, exactly. Too, so that's another thing I like. It's like, yeah. Yeah, man, exactly, and that's and that's that's what's up. We can't expect other people to come protect us. We can't expect other people to protect or raise our children. We got to take responsibility. You know, it's like yep. a lot of us got to put our kids in schools, but it's still our responsibility to make sure they're not bringing all sorts of bullshit home with them from those schools. And it's like you know, we can't all we can't all do it the way that you know that we do it or the way that you do it. But um, you know, we all do have responsibility for what we teach our children. We all have responsibility. Well, for, again, I'm bigger yeah. and stronger than we you. We all got responsibility for what happens in our communities, what we allow to happen in our communities, what we allow to happen in our own homes. And um, I, I, I really think it's important for people to build real communities and, and know their freaking neighbors. Know your neighbors. Go talk to your neighbors. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Oh, yeah. and uh, when I sent that super chat in earlier about the Inquisition, 
I, I didn't. I wasn't quite supporting the Inquisition, but I gotta say, in terms of removing uh, Mr. See, can I point to the right area on the screen here? Mr. Woo Woo Bagoo or whatever. Yeah, I think they may have a solution or two or ten for the us. Wookie. Maybe. We yeah, I agree with that. I'm down for it, man. Yeah, it's like we we should have zero tolerance for all this nonsense, man. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there are a lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> just to gum up the works like you know this guy should be doing like i don't know nothing he shouldn't be doing much he's probably not the brightest chap on the block but his life would be more his life would be better and his, his immediate circle of people would be better if he wasn't into all this he'd be more imagine productive if he least, learned like a trade you know? or something you know imagine if he's 18 instead of instead of learning how to like how to water down LSD and make a huge profit by ripping people off selling acid. Imagine yeah. if he had like, you know, it's in, instead of, uh, of learning how to manipulate um, uh, women into paying him to molest them at yoga classes, he had learned. Guys, <laughs> if you want oh, to be me. the big man, the big dog. Thank you. Ima no, I love these, by the way. <laughs> I do. Like, yeah. They can be, they can be kind of, it's like, oh, I'm trying to hear, and then, oh, I'm bigger than you, extra, but it's hilarious. Okay. It works, it works, it works. And sometimes I mute them when I need to, if, if applicable, yeah. if the long one comes on. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, imagine okay. if instead of that, this dude learned, like, how to frame a house, or how to lay concrete, or how to how to rebuild an engine. <laughs> it's like just simple skills that these or, people, that we don't have. Even if you, like... Used his skill at manipulating white women into yoga class to just like, right. I don't know, be a salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Tristan, Tristan, that 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 that's real work though, you know. And why do real work when you can peddle bogus spirituality? It's so much easier. All you gotta do is talk out of your ass. You know? Dude, like, dude, what I'm doing is is very up here on this vibrational spectrum, <laughs> and like salesmanship is almost second dimensional. It's right. not even third dimensional. It's like second. It's right. down. <sighs> What, what's it's higher vibration is manipulating. Low. Higher vibration is is manipulating people to just give you stuff for free, whereas like actually yeah. making an exchange, low vibration, low. Hi, dude. <laughs> hey, let's see. Let's uh. Let's let's see what else he has to say. We're three minutes in the end of the world. He still hasn't explained like, okay, what is this end of the world thing you're speaking of? Why is it December twenty first again? And why right. did I guess Terrence McKenna was eight years off on his prediction? He thought it was December twenty first, twenty twelve. It's really December twenty first, twenty twenty. I want him to explain this a little bit. So let's let's see what uh, what our homie here's got to say. I get it. I get it. And you might get caught in that moment, and you might defend that belief. Now I want to reassure you: if you're defending anything, that means you are not confident in your own belief system. So don't get caught in those arguments and don't get defensive with anybody. Honestly, practice that oneness. Anchor in this fifth dimensional energy. Open yourself up and go even deeper than you've ever gone before. Oh, you guys getting it? I'm feeling it. Are you guys tingling? I have tears in my eyes. My third eye is tearing up. These are so many sentences of just nothing. Like he, he says nothing in paragraphs. You know what I mean? He can talk so much without actually saying anything. We're three and a half minutes in. There's nothing that's been said. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, he's assuming that there's an end of a world. Like we're all just supposed to know what he's talking about. And he's put a know? date on it. He's got a date and a time. If you were in the same vibration, you just know, dude. That's true. That's true. Oh. well, let's He's see. not speaking to the low. He's speaking... 
to the choir. He's literally preaching to the choir of vibrations in the fifth, whatever the phrase is. Yeah, yeah. five, six, he's, seven D. Yeah, man. He, he's one of the heavenly angels. He's one of the <laughs> wookily angels up there in the choir. Yes. 2021 <laughs> is an amazing year to be alive. December 21st is happening very quickly. The more you meditate, the more you purify your system, the more you will get out of this experience. This is nothing physical. It's not yeah. like bombs are going to go off and it's going to be this solar flare thing that everyone's talking about, okay? This is Wait, much different. Everyone's talking about not... a solar flare again? I missed that one. I guess I guess Yeah, I... you know you know how you purify your system too, right? You got to detox your hair, detox your yes. teeth. Yes. Stick to that vegan diet. Right? Detox you purify your, yourself. Detox your children and your families. Yeah. <laughs> your moral compass. <laughs> Unphysical. You'll notice when you've That's tapped into the astral realm, which is the fourth dimension. Okay. He said astral. <laughs> this is the bridge to the fifth dimension. This is the the final lifting of the veil. Oh. You'll notice that there are layers in between these dimensions. Yes. Okay. And once you penetrate every layer oh. to this, you experience a breakthrough. You experience more expansive energy. Okay. And going further into this, that's what okay, this is. So we have to penetrate something to experience expansive energy. You guys, you guys, getting this? Yeah, and that's what segues like into Joe. his next video, the Kundalini Sacred Sex video. Exactly. He's got to go there. He's got to go there. There's got to be some Kundalini okay. talk at any moment. He's going to bust out the Kundalini talk. Yeah. It's December 21st to the 24th. That that window is opened up. And it's Wait, the 21st through the 24th. That's when this is happening. Three days. 21st, 22nd. No, four days. 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Mark well, he's got to give himself a little leeway, dude. I mean, even fifth dimensional people, you know, they don't get a spot on the money. They right. gotta, they gotta get a little buffer zone. Yeah, exactly. He might have been candy flipping on the twenty first, so he might not, <laughs> like, he might have already been dancing in the fifth dimension, and and when he comes down on the twenty second, then he'll be ready to fully expand his third eye and to penetrate through the veil into the fifth or sixth or whichever one he gets to jump to. To be fair, deadlines are very like, you know, capitalist, <laughs> <laughs> patriarchal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's like so. <laughs> what? Like I, maybe I'm not ready to ascend on the 22nd. Maybe I'm hungover. Really? Maybe I need. Maybe I got to wait till the 24th. Very expansive energy compared to what we have right now. So <laughs> you're not going to experience anything if you're all toxic and you're caught in that third dimension. If you're in that lower vibration. You see, you're not going to experience anything because you're not adapt. Your physical hardware is not adapt to this new level, to this new program. And there's right? the this out. Is an update. There's, there's the coming, out for right? him. You know what I mean? Like he's talking about some end of the world event. But if you don't notice anything different, if there's it's nothing really different at all, it's because you're not high vibration enough. Yeah. You know? This is well, exactly. he's not wrong. Yeah. He's just, you just didn't get it. Wasn't there some like evangelical guy that predicted the end of the world and then it, you know it came by and didn't have it was like oh it was it was a spiritual end of the world it's the physical but the spiritual is over <laughs> seems to happen every five years or so yeah you know? yeah. yeah well this uh, remember in 2012 it happened and a lot of these new agers were saying that no there was a huge shift there was a cosmic shift and mm -hmm. a lot of people did ascend. But most people didn't and they don't notice anything. But the ones who did ascend, they notice it and they know that they're at a higher vibe. Like the ones who were at Burning Man that year and they, they know. <laughs>
Yeah, they went to Alex Gray's Chapel of Sacred Mirrors, and exactly. uh, you know, you never saw them again. They're exactly. gone. They're they up there in the fifth through. dimension now. They live yeah, in dude, the DMT. They the girl that gave me a blowy behind the big fire definitely ascended, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was definitely high vibe for sure. <laughs> Just like your iPhone or anything else, right? You have to get the new iPhone in the next year and update that program, download the new software, right? It's the same thing. Same now, this thing. planet Earth is this beautiful, our Mother Gaia Pachamama. Yeah, baby. Mother Gaia oh, Pachamama. Hoochie coochie Pachamama. <laughs> mm. Beautiful energy that we are all connected yes. to. And there is a huge upgrade, a huge download coming very soon. Are your hardware components ready for it? Are you adapt? Are all your nerves ready for it? Can you handle this energy that's coming? <laughs> right? Ask yourself this question, because if you're not, oh, you know what you need to do. No, right? I don't. Well, Tell you me. You know those tri- that are not serving you anymore. You know. Uh-oh. Oh, I want to see Trump talk with this, because he's yeah. got this. This guy's, by the way, you have to adapt. You, you vibrations. No one's got better vibrations. That'd just be great. My, my vibrations yeah. are tremendous. <laughs> okay. They say I've got the best vibrations ever. Probably, probably LSD. the best vibrations <laughs> that anybody's ever had. <laughs> LSD changed my life. I'm a whole different person. I had the greatest trip I've, of anybody ever. It was, it was amazing. It was the greatest trip. But my my vibration just keeps rising and rising. But but China keeps trying to lower everyone's vibration. <laughs> the low vibrations no. are coming from China. <laughs> Many such cases, said low vibe. Should have never happened. <laughs> they should have never sent those low vibrations from China. Should have never happened. <laughs> However, are you going through and putting in the work? That's what December twenty first is all about. Again, this is nothing <laughs> negative. No. Welcome to the fifth dimension, baby. It's here. It's time for you to wake up. It's time to bring as many people on board with this as you possibly can. Because as you'll notice, the energy is quickening, right? It's, it's quickening. speeding up really fast. Oh. So now it's up to you and me and everybody right here on this planet Earth to fully embody that fifth dimension. Oh. Now, Namaste. I'm going to be honest, not a lot of people are going to accept this new energy. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to stay in the... Really? There's not, there's not a lot of people that are going to pay me for my inner circle Patreon group meetings. They're not ready to accept the energy. You know? A lot they need of a few more hacky sack circles. They need a few more fish concerts before right. they can re- be ready to join the inner circle. How dare you? How dare you? We got Mike Tate says, I must teach him how to ascend... To the sixth dimension, no way, Mike. Hey, hey, calm down, man. We're we're working on five here, and you're you're trying to like, if if you skip us up to the sixth dimension real quick, we uh, I don't think we're ready for it, man. We haven't taken as high we haven't taken high of enough dose of the medicine to get to the sixth what dimension. Is, what is with all these low vibe people always trying to one up us? You know, you ever notice that all the low vibe people That's always true. try to one up? That's true. Mike Tate with a low vibration. Trying to one up us when we're obviously at a higher vibe. His ego's super big. You could tell. Yeah. He has a picture of yeah. himself for his avatar, and there's not even like a there's not even like a mandala behind his head. He's super. 
Where's your like? I don't see any. I don't see any uh, onks or anything, or like pyramids right. with eyes or no Mandelbrot set for the timeline picture. Bro. Exactly, dude. We're content. We're content in the fifth. I'm in the fifth dimension. Yeah. What's know? up with you? Like you have to. You you think you're better because you're going to the sixth, but like we're fine at the fifth. We're gonna take it one step at a time. Okay. There is a quickening though. Maybe he's right because there is a quickening of this energy. Yeah, but it's notice? not a race. He's treating it like it's a race, and that's his ego. <laughs> it's not a race. Maybe, maybe, maybe the vibrational levels are like masonry, where it's like, you know, the the third, but the, or it's the fifth vibration is greater than the fifty fifth, bro, or some crap mm. like that. Okay, know. it could be, it could be. I just, I don't know. I, there's a lot of toxic masculinity coming from that comment. Um, yeah, it, there really is. It's very, very shameful. Yeah, not that shame, not that shame's a good thing, but it is very. Um, well, no, there is no shame because there's nothing bad. Yeah, but it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, problematic. Problem. Let's move on before we contradict ourselves too much. Let's let's not let's not <laughs> let's not uh, question the underpinnings of our worldview. Let's just move on and talk more about uh, slogans and vibrations and stuff. Uh, yes, yes. Right, stay in that bubble. There you go. This, I feel better now. I feel comforted. This is better. Kind of mode, right? And I get it. You know, life is overwhelming. Life happens. Yeah. Okay. Now, at the end of the day. What are you doing in order to anchor in that fifth dimension to go through those uncomfortable moments to ask yourself how you created it instead of why did this happen to me? Am I supposed to answer? Because I think the answer, the appropriate answer is yoga, drugs, and lots of meaningless sex. I think those are the, that's the way. Well, you forgot (laughs) one very important one, Tristan. It's consulting your guru, the infinite cup. Okay, true, true. Such a clap, though. That's the shift. That's the perspective from the mind into our heart. Ooh, there we go. A lot of people are still in the matrix. They are going to continue to be in that matrix. And honestly, my heart goes out to them. I have more compassion than ever because I've seen a level of fear and felt a level of fear that I have never felt in my entire life. So Here's like the the only half-honest moment that he has here. Is he's right. freaked out and afraid. <laughs> this is half honest <laughs> moment. He admits how freaked out and afraid he's been, and that's why he's making this cope video. To pep talk himself into thinking that he's gonna become an ascended master and transcend all of his uh and transcend the uh the necessity of reaping what he's sown. Don't worry guys, I've been there. I'm there right now. <laughs> I'm there every day. That's true. My heart goes out to these people more than ever. We cannot create that us versus them mentality, right? If you see somebody that is desperate. You can't create this us versus them mentality, but also many people are not going to ascend. Those low vibe people are not going to ascend. (laughs) Those low vibe people, they create the us versus them mentality. They create (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Meanwhale, the low vibe just like, Talk about. Yeah, like what? Okay, five bucks. Five bucks. All right, go. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> End of the world. End of the world. What? <laughs> and sincere about attaining that love, then you need to throw that rope to them. You need to be that anchor for them to come on board. Mm. If you're not, then your your vibration is just as low as theirs, what? and we we're not going to get anywhere on this planet. We're not going to evolve at all. Mm. Now there are infinite timelines happening. Infinite Are we cups in the cups mo- of timelines, perhaps? That's right. That's right. How does he timeline? know about all this too? You know what I mean? Like he's like he's really. It seems like he's speaking from experience, yeah. but it's just like there's infinite. It's just a bunch of repeated. 
you know, hippy dippy bullcrap. Like, Infinite it really is. Every possible universe that could exist exists, except the one where there's the Christian God. That one can't exist. That one, no, no. Right. Pretty sure but I saw that in, on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, though? Like, I feel like every sentence this guy speaks is like something I've heard from some new age bullshit YouTube channel, you know, or for some stupid book. It's like he, he's just throwing it all in a blender and yeah. speaking it, and he, he's not even explaining anything. He just keeps dropping buzzwords and buzzwords and fifth dimension and vi- it's just it's just ridiculous. We've got seven minutes so far of buzzwords. No explanation of what this end of the world is, where this portal came from, why he thinks it's on December twenty first. But uh, yeah, this is part one. Also, this is the intro. Let's see. Just go with it. Just go with it, man. Just just believe it. Just buy it. <laughs> Are we creating that higher consciousness? Are we tapping into this infinite source of energy? Are we caught in that perspective of the body, in the scientism, in the world of fake news and crazy theories and all that? You deny science, bro? You don't believe science? Science is real. That's right. People are caught in the body. It's like your body might be saying like, no, these drugs are hurting me. Or no, this vegan diet is, you know, I'm malnourished. Or no, the pee-pee and the poo-poo is a destructive sexual practice. But you're just trapped in the body, bro. You gotta, you gotta ascend out of the body and realize that you're more than just that body. And if your body gets destroyed by your depraved practices, yeah. you're just moving on, bro. You're just evolving. You get a new into one. Something better. You get a new one, a better one. That's right, yeah. samsara with longer dreadlocks. <laughs> this stuff that is lowering the energy every second. I want you to wake up. I want you to be into this higher consciousness, bringing this fresh prana, this amazing grounded <laughs> fresh energy prana. right here on planet Earth. That dang Give me ass prana. prana. Give it to me. I'm an energy vampire. Give me your prana. I need fresh prana every day. <laughs> Is prana their version of like, uh, what, like life force or something? But yeah, it's like ch- uh, chi, mana, you know, that mm, kind of okay. stuff. Oh, and I missed the first part. Uh, where's he getting December 21st from? Is that like his he end of the world? He doesn't explain it. He hasn't he explained it explain yet. It. There's no talk about that yet. He just said the world is ending, obviously, and dimensions, fifth dimension, low vibration. Some people will go, some people will stay. The, the new age, it, the new age Wook rapture is upon us. But there's no, there's no explanation of why or what it is. It's just like I guess we're supposed to have learned this in a previous video, or I guess maybe we're supposed to just be. I don't know. It's like we're just supposed to assume that every year December twenty first is the end of the world. Since 2012, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Cyclical man. He has a minute and a half yeah. left to actually tell us what's going on, and yeah, let's see how many times he could say vibration and energy in the next minute and a half. We need a counter, like a ding. Earth. I only have listen to the birds, listen to nature. This higher consciousness is available to you. You just have to get rid of those distractions out of your life. You got to turn off the news. You got to put your cell phone down. You know, put your cell phone down. Leave your wife, your baby. They're just, they're just time sucks. All they want is your energy. They just want you to waste your energy. Do yoga. Sell your child to on Wayfair. Sell your child on on Wayfair.com and just move on. Do your yoga. Bring the butt. <laughs> Oh, stop stop swiping so much <laughs> you see now for those of you that are already here and you know what the fifth dimension is about you know what december 21st is really about it's time to fully be that shepherd you are the chosen one 
It's time to bring people along, bring as many sheep as we can into this higher consciousness. All we cannot sheep. separate it with that us versus them mentality any longer. We are all one. We are all here. We are all infinite. The moment you go down to that perspective and believe that you are just the body, boom, you've lost the game. You've what? been caught. I'm not having any difficulty. So thank you so much. Again, I'm so bigger excited. than you. I'm stronger than you. How, how apt. It, moving forward, this energy is going to happen whether you like it or not. So get ready. I'm excited. I know a lot of you are too. So let's do this. Until next time, guys, I'm out. If you accept that peace. worldview, if you accept the idea that we're all one, then it literally is meaningless. Like there is no meaning to anything. Yeah. It's, it's pointless. Everything is completely pointless. If we're all one, then we're all at the same vibration. We're all at the same level and there's nobody that yeah. needs to do anything. That's, what, that's when these guys are going really deep. They're like, yeah, dude, that's the truth. There's nothing yeah. you can do. There's nothing you can do. It's all just one. It just is. It loops back around to like pragmatism where just like, we just might as well get as much enjoyment, man. It doesn't matter. It's like loops <laughs> a loop from like normie nihilist, like Gen Xer, mm -hmm. hippie, like, you know, woo, this guy, right? And then just loops back around, you know, the other end of the bell curve is just like, you know, <laughs> nihilist Gen Xer is like, whatever, mm. bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what it leads to, and that, that's kind of the root of the root of his whole belief system too. Was just this like nihilism. Oh, we're all one. It's all meaningless. So then it's he's he gets to make up whatever narrative he wants in every single video. So it's like yeah, it's the end of the world. Let's do that. Let's roll with that. It's the end of the world, and I'm ascended, and every I need to bring everyone else with me. I'm already here. They're down there. They can come and join me if they just do the stuff and do the mujas and the namastes. Uh, they can all join me. But if not, it's okay because we're all just one. It doesn't matter anyways. And I know I'm the best because we're all one. Yeah, it's a great example of how these uh, ridiculous, you know, subcultures uh, and uh, new age religious movements are like, they become unwitting agents of Luciferianism. You know, it's like he doesn't, obviously he's not thinking like that, but that's what it ends up being is this, you know, it's all meaningless and turns into hedonism and selfishness and it's just, it's, it makes a good case for Christianity, honestly, seeing all of these gurus and all these pseudo-spiritual uh, yeah. you know, people out there. It's like It really does. It does. And it brings so many people. They see this. A lot of people, they come out of this world and like, or they, they kind of stick their toe in the, pool, in the pond and they realize yeah. how tepid and gross it is. And, uh, and they, they, um, they look, they, people want something real. We, everyone's, everyone is seeking the same thing. And this is where it's yeah, like yeah. some of these guys, they twist that. Right? We're all seeking God. We all want the truth. And that's our heritage and that's our, that's our birthright. Right? We can right. line up our will with the will of God and we can seek the truth and God will reveal that to us. But uh, these, these people, wanna, they want to be God instead. They want to be God instead of humbling themselves and, and repenting. They want to pretend like, no, the world's just waiting for me to, to rearrange it. If I just meditate enough, then everything will just meditate with me and we'll all sing Om together. And I'll just, you know, it's just, it's, it's delusion. But a lot of people, they, they step in and they're saying, oh, this is bullshit. This is some rank, nasty, tepid, gross water. And I'm not going to swim in this pond. And then they, uh, they, they look for something else. And unfortunately, there are tons of, there are tons of uh, you know, bullshit New Age movements to sweep people up into along the way. And, yeah, uh, literally anybody could become Infinite Cup. Any single person. You read a couple of fucking books from Barnes & Noble's spiritual section... And you could do this, you know. Deepak Chopra. You just regurgitate book. bullshit. Do some Deepak Chopra books. Read some uh, 
Krishnamurti, read some Robert Anson Wilson if you want to get a little bit more esoteric with it. And you just, oh, yeah. and you can all, you can all be the the cult leader guru and, and start. That's right. He'll explain to you why uh, Alistair Crowley seems like a bad dude to low vibe people, to ignorant, to the profane. Yes, but the illumin the illuminated ones, they understand why Crowley was the high magician of the 20th century. Right. You know what's funny? Uh, Hench herbivore actually does kind of look like Crowley. <laughs> someone, said, <laughs> someone said earlier the Hench herbivore looks like somebody that I, he does look like Crowley. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, you know, Tristan, I forgot to tell you. Uh, a big. So the way that um, the argument started with me and my girlfriend was over Christianity. You know, I told you she's a vegan, right? Yeah. And um, she, when I met her, she seemed more open to the idea. And um, recently, like within like the last few months, she started being one of those people that like is just convinced that Christianity is a sexist thing. Oh, and um, well, I wouldn't even be bringing it up. I wouldn't even be talking about it. And she would like, <laughs> she'd watch like these YouTube videos, like that guy, Mr. Atheist, who just like all his videos are just talking about how sexist Christianity is. And they use these straw men. They show, like, the craziest, like, Protestants. And, uh, you know, they use these people as straw men to to criticize all of Christianity. And uh, it's like we would end up getting into arguments over it because it's like I'm trying to explain to her that the whole way she's looking at it is wrong and that you can't just cherry-pick, you know, verses out of the Bible. You have to understand the full thing, like, it's, it, you can't just take a verse out and say this is what it is, you know, especially somebody who isn't a Christian and who doesn't spend the time to actually research theology at all. And it's like, so that's how it all started. And, and she's convinced that Christians just hate women. And, you know, there's a war on women and, and uh, everybody's oppressing her and she's a victim. Oh, shit, you know? man. That's a, hard, that's a hard pit to pull someone out of. It's... It really is. I've tried. I've been trying for, you know, months now. And it's like I can't even bridge that, that gap. Yeah, when when Jessica and I first got together, I remember like she had some of her friends that I knew. There was just like one or two. There's just one that I even remembered that wrote you that email, and like I just remember Jessica shows me this email that her friend writes her, and it's like, ah, oh, like when we traveled together in Spain, you were like an independent woman, and we had so much fun. But now it's like you're not even you're not an independent woman anymore. It's like he's just ah, oh, he's like totally oppressing you. It was just like a few weeks into us, like into her not wanting to hang out with this old friend of hers and kind of seeing her as a toxic influence. But it was, it was like this, ah, like I'm losing my power. <laughs> and exactly. It starts, it's like, you, you were such an, you were independent. I'll never forget that word, independent woman in that email and just laughing right. at it. Um, but who knows where this chick is now? Where do you think she is? I don't she was like fake bisexual. She wasn't even like, she wasn't mm-hmm. even bi, but she tried to act Pro- like she Probably was. doing the exact same stuff she was doing, like, however long ago this was. I'm right. curious now. Or trying to, at least. Wasn't she, like, fake bi? Like, she, like, acted like she was, like... I don't know. She was, like, gender fluidish, but she wasn't really... Like, I don't know. One of like, like, she, like was, she has a, she was, like, a bi pride flag a border on her profile picture. And her profile picture is her and her very masculine-looking boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, wow. okay, very yeah, good. You know, you know, she was probably just disappointed that she, you know, feel, felt like she was losing her friend. That, like, exactly. oh, who's going to go to the bar with me at two in the morning? Exactly. Like, that's that's exactly like, what it was. Cool? It was all about, it was just about her sense of losing power and losing, you know, losing power over her friend who she just, she just saw as a resource to tap into anyways. 
right? It was like right. she's losing her, she's losing her little, her little battery that would give her some extra juice um, and make her feel better about her, you know, her aimless meandering yeah. through bars. Misery and... loves company, man. It's true. I mean, you know, when you start battering yourself, if you start raising a family, that that definitely. Uh, is, is something that you have to deal with. And like a lot of people, that they let that keep them from even wanting a family or even thinking about it because they feel like they're going to lose all their fun. Families are oppressive. They're not going to be... A, families are oppressive. Just Families are yeah. oppressive, man. Like you know, that's, uh, that's just a tool of oppression. This is the sad thing is it's like the people, they get in this mind state and they become, you know, this, this feminism stuff just poisons women and it, it destroys them and they don't... Like, does she have a motherly instinct, your your girl? Does she have, like, does she want to be a mom? Does she want to have a She family? has a five-year-old. She has a five-year-old from uh, uh, her, you know, yeah. ex-boyfriend. And I absolutely adore her. You know, I, I've been together with uh, with, with my uh, my ex now for two and a half years, you know, so I've watched her, her daughter grow up. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's a good mom, you yeah. know, definitely a good mom, but she's also a vegan and she also hates Christians, so I, mean, I guess it's probably for the best that we're breaking up. But uh, you know, I mean, you you spend enough time with somebody, you grow to love them, and yeah. you know. But she's got yeah. like good motherly instincts for sure, to a certain extent. I mean, she's just trying to raise her daughter vegan, so you know. Shit, man. <laughs> I don't know. know. I guess it's up to anybody uh, to decide for themselves. You yeah. Know? I mean, I don't know her, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that, man. I don't know her, and I don't know how to judge the situation, obviously. But uh, right, hey, right. Maybe I would say she's got man. good motherly instincts, but she is confused. And I've tried to be there for her, you know, and I've tried to support her. But the, you know, the first time me and you talked, Tristan, you were asking me, you know, have you ever tried to bridge the, sub- the, the subject of the vegan thing because she says she feels sick all the time? You know, have you ever tried bridging that subject? And it's like that's one thing like you just can't talk to her about. You know, she's done it since she was like seven been a vegetarian since Ooh. seven turned vegan after that and you just can't talk to her about it she she has identified herself with veganism to the point where if she dies because of it like she'll die because of it she won't Shoot. change you know that's sad man wow yeah what if her daughter oh, i wonder if you've been not eating animal products since you're like seven or a younger age you know well vegan maybe it's a little different but that's got to mess with your digestive system and your gut, right? Can yeah. she even process some of the good stuff anymore? Yeah. Like, if she was to eat a steak tomorrow, she'd probably get a little sick, right? Well, yeah, they don't have like, – you have low that, stomach acid. If you're, not, if you're not eating significant amounts of animal protein, you're not going to be producing a lot of stomach acid. So it can take a while to build that up. And, yeah, a lot of yeah. vegans and vegetarians, they first they have a bite of meat. Some of them feel great and I digest it just fine, and then some of them are like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't digest it. Some of them need to take like um, ox bile salts or betaine HCL to increase their stomach acid. Uh, but eventually, it, it builds up. Some yeah. of them get to the point where they can't digest any plant foods anymore, and that's what ends up sending them to animal foods. They end up having to eat basically all animal foods, and they just, you know, they, they can't eat it or digest any plants at that point. Yeah. Just start them off with a little, sneak a little shellfish into their, mm. their stuff. Work them and then get them into fish and then maybe check, you know, just work them up. One step at a time. Yeah, it's it's an annoying process with some of them because they program themselves so much. And But it's like once once they start to feel the difference, it becomes undeniable. It's like, no, I don't want to go back to how I felt. And that's yeah, that's what happened with me. I was I was debating between, you know, is veganism the right way? Is it the wrong way? Because 
you know, you got doctors on both sides of the issue. You got doctors yeah. that, you know, push keto and then you got doctors that push veganism. And, you know, so I, I struggled with trying to figure out which one was best. Yeah. And um, once I started eating meat again, I mean, there was just, there was no debate. There was no question in my mind. I felt better. And I was just like, oh, I, I've been starving myself for a long time, <laughs> you know. Hey, um, hey, Tristan. What's up? What do y'all do during Lent, or any of the other feasts? Yeah, you know, it, it's going to depend. I mean, it's, if you're if you're doing a diet and it's for health reasons, just talk to your spiritual father. There's not. It's not like yeah, there's I, a. Uh, it's not like there's a uh, like a hard. You have to do it this way or this way. I mean, you're going to get instructions, and they're different. Different. Um, yeah, like you can get spiritual. To, like you know. Like, you know, I've got friends who they're allergic to everything under the sun. <laughs> so they, they get the special, like, spiritual dispensations. And stuff exactly. And well, it's like, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh, Norwegian Noose, Father Deacon Dr. Ananias, he's, he's clergy, he's a, uh, he's a deacon, and he uses a carnivorous diet for health and for yeah. you know, his wife as well. So, you know, it's just, it, it's not great like. Guy. I, I love his, uh, his, his, he his channel's great. Too, his channel's yeah. great. Yeah, Shane looked great. Uh, shout out to but, Father Deacon Dr. Ananias. Uh, but yeah, that, just that debate he did with that slick fella. I haven't seen it yet. Did you like that one? Was it a good one? Is it worth watching um, and sharing? You you drink right a little bit? Yeah, little yeah, bit of whiskey. Every I, yeah, I have a glass. Of, I had a little glass of whiskey earlier. Yeah, do that and watch. <laughs> have a drink of whiskey and watch it. Okay, it's very like it's it's very. Were you ever, uh, were you ever like an atheist or anything? Or oh, like for sure. Yeah, I grew up. I, I grew up, man. I grew up raised by atheist parents. I was agnostic, but I went through a time when I was like, tried to be kind of atheist, but then I became yeah, yeah. just more like into like mysticism and occultism. Um, Did you ever watch like the Amazing Atheist or any of the skeptic channels and stuff? And they, no. They, you, they, They'd review like these crazy evangelical, like, oh, 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 just read the word. I return to the word. Yeah, yeah. It is like that, except instead of debating some neckbeard, um, let's say lower IQ individual, it's Father Dr. Deacon. And it's very cool because he just he does such a good job. But it, it's kind of infuriating. You can stir the passions up a bit, maybe have a little bit of alcohol calm you down. Yeah, you know, the, the, the Protestant thing is funny. I, I heard my brother told me what the, the argument ended up getting weird because Slick will use presuppositional apologetics to talk to atheists, but he, did, he didn't want to talk about that in the conversation with Father Deacon Dr. Ananias. I think, I think the, the debate between Protestantism and Orthodoxy is... That's one of the most fruitful debate topics, and I think it's uh, that's one that converts a lot of people because all Protestants are confused. They're all confused. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, but I mean, I you know when I was I was it's same like, here. You know what? what this, how does this even make sense? The history goes back only like five hundred years ish. Well, who gets if to that, interpret like, this? And where's maybe two pastors before this guy that's on the pulpit right now? That's as far back as my church goes. Yeah. What's yeah. This? And like, what, where is yeah. it talks about? You know, the, you have to you have the body and blood of Christ, and you know, the, the, the communion is clearly spoken about in the New Testament. So it's where is that, right? Where are these yeah. where are these priests and bishops that they're talking about here? Like, where where is this church that they speak of? It's just a lot of these questions. Um, I, I think they're really important, and uh, yeah, I think these the, the Protestantism. There are a lot of Protestants, a lot of Catholics, a lot of Roman Catholics are becoming Orthodox 
with what's happening with the Pope, and that's fantastic. But I think a lot of Protestants, a lot of Protestants jump back and forth between being like Protestants and then like Gnostic atheists, and yeah. I just see a lot of yeah. people get into like Protestantism. They get really hyped on it. And then they get disillusioned because they're looking for the church. They're looking for the truth. And then it's like, well, who, who gets to interpret this? Who gets to interpret this? And, and then the Gnostics like, oh, we got the truth for you. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. We got you. That's, <laughs> that's then, why I really think the best video to show Protestants is the one that Jay did about the ancient heresies that are back. You know, that was one that – because it just shows you. It's like these are not new things, right? A lot of these sects are – it's not a new thing. Like this has been – you know, this has happened a long time ago, and the church already, you know, debated it and explained where it was wrong and why it's a heresy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing that can be fruitful is a lot of them are very, uh, oh, they, they love them some Israel and God's yeah. chosen people. Yeah, stuff, they get treated, the, well, the, yeah, the Christian Zionism thing is insane. Uh, oh, and yeah. I think we have this whole, like, the Bible's this thick, the New Testament's this thick. The Old Testament's that thick. You can pull out that whole Old Testament. Look, what do we have here? God says, build me a glorious temple. God says, I got to have priests in fancy robes with the thing. And they say the prayer is a chance. Literally, let my prayer arise as incense. Where's all that? Yeah. What did that just Where's the continuity? Exactly. There's no continuity between the Old Testament and Protestantism. There's no continuity. Yeah. It's like, where do you think we got some of that stuff from? You know, where do you think the church got? I don't know. Incense, like you know, yeah. Well, and also, yeah, it's like well, with Israel too. Is it's like we believe that Israel is the church. It's a, you know, this Israel is the church. Israel is not a. Uh, it's not like a race. This is. I mean, there's just there's so much that's been confused, and in uh, Protestantism, it's it's ripe for manipulation. But I think uh, for somebody, there's somebody who was asking, how can I learn a little bit more? Uh, a great book if you're Protestant and you've got you know questions about orthodoxy. Please read Father Seraphim Rose, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. I have a copy somewhere, but it's, I can't see it. But yeah, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future by Father Seraphim Rose. That's a great book for Protestants. And even, uh, especially if you're coming from like evangelical past and you think it's goofy. Uh, or an atheist as well. I think that's a really good one to, to read. Somebody here has a comment that I thought was, this is really telling. I think this is a common journey. He says, uh, Bill Hicks. Oh, the, it's the real Bill Hicks. Um, oh, he's, he's taking, back. He, well, he's taking a break from. Yeah, exactly. He's taking a break from Infowars, and uh, he yeah. said, <laughs> from edgy atheist to drug taking hippie to woke Gnostic mm-hmm. heretic to repentance God fearing Christian. I think that's a real common uh, trajectory, and that kind of explains kind of my past as well. Like you know, edgy agnostic I would have considered myself, but then I tried to act like I thought I was atheist. But then I always knew – I did always know it was bullshit. <laughs> That's what was funny. I knew you could – like there was way more to it when that leads you to the you know, Gnostic her, her, uh, heretic stuff and like New Age uh, occultism. And then eventually you hit the wall with that and you realize how wicked and disgusting it is. And, yeah. um, and then you, you know, hopefully become a uh, – you know, by the grace of God, a God-fearing Christian. Um, yeah, that was pretty much my same exact path, dude. So I, I totally feel you on that. You know, I did the same deal. I was like, I was raised Christian, Protestant, then rejected all that, became atheist, got super into occultism. You know, I studied Kabbalah and Hermeticism and tarot and astrology and all that stuff. And then got into ancient Greek, you know, philosophy like Neoplatonism, kind of realized a lot of the, the magic and esoteric stuff was like rehashed Neoplatonism mixed together with random bits of hinduism and buddhism and i'm like okay this is just nonsense you know and then that's what ended up leading me back to uh orthodoxy 
or leading me to orthodoxy and realizing like, oh, you know, there's actually truth here. You know, this isn't just somebody's opinions that they got, you know, from uh, studying a bunch of, you know, comparative religions and all that stuff. But I, I'm going to take off. So, uh, Joshua, it was really nice uh, meeting you. And uh, Tristan, I hope you have a good night, dude. All right, dude. Thanks for hanging out. Right. Take it easy, man. Take yeah, it easy, man. Too. Hit me up if you need anything. I'm always around Will for do. you, dude. All right, man. Will do. Have Later, a good Jay. night. Take it easy, man. Good night. He's finally gone, right? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's, you know, it's weird. Uh, I was expecting to only be here for about 10 minutes, but I'll I'll stay as long as you'll have me, I guess. Yeah, stick <laughs> I around, like, man. Stick around. We can look up, see if anyone else is in the... No one else in the yeah. waiting room right now. You guys feel free to call right. in. I could probably do another, I'd do another 20, 30 minutes. I, uh, it always cheers me up to take calls. I start the first half out just getting riled up and getting pissed off at all the things I'm seeing. Yeah. And then the second half, I spend it... Uh, with you guys soothing, soothing my troubled mind. So that's why that's why I have you guys call in. Just calm me down, dude. I, w- I want to get um, uh, Nordic dreadlocks up there that was in the video on in the Zoom call. Someone like that. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Most of these people they don't want to call in and uh, and actually have discussions. Yeah. And the ones who do engage. They don't actually want to have discussions. They just want to try to character assassinate you from afar. So I've been – a lot of these vegans, they, uh, they know better than to actually come on and, and have a conversation because they might have to, might have to be honest. Um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, super chat here. I can read. We got Lovhjerte. Lovhjerte over there in Norway. I can't say your name. I'm sorry. He says not true. Yeah, it's – you got a very you got a hard name to pronounce there. My my dumb American tongue can't pronounce it. Says uh, not trying to be racist here, but you look very Scandinavian, Tristan. Do you have Norwegian, Danish, <clears throat> Swedish roots? Ragnar Lothbrok. Well, that hey you that is racist to, to say the word Norwegian, Danish, Swedish roots. There's no such thing. Those are just concepts. Those are just. But uh, yeah, you know, I I am uh, I got some Dutch. I got I got some Viking roots. Man. I got some I got some Viking roots. Dutch and Scottish, Dutch. Dutch and Scottish, and uh, uh, I don't know about Swedish. Probably not Norwegian, but I do know Dutch and Dutch and Scottish for sure. Maybe some. Pro- probably through the trends, you know, through the through Vikings pillaging, you have some Viking DNA somewhere. They, Scotland, you know, they did a lot of raiding. They put there, so. they, they put some in there at some point. I'm sure they I'm sure yeah. they snuck in. They injected some of them them, uh, them Viking genes. So yeah, for sure. Everyone always tells me I look like Ragnar Lothbrok, and I've still never seen that show. But everyone tells me, so I know his name. So I appreciate that. My uh, I had about two months where I was considering the whole pay gang thing, and I watched the show, and it honestly helped me to not. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. That's. That's a uh, <laughs> that's a good way of uh, it's a good way of going about it. Well, it's I mean it's funny. It's like the, the whole pagan, the whole neo pagan thing. It's such a LARP. It's like we're gonna be doing what yeah. our ancestors did, and uh, well, how do you know that? I mean, you're trying to, you're trying to assemble a house out of shattered glass and and create a whole new tradition there. Jake has jumped in and out two times. Jake, I see you're trying to come in. I was gonna pull you in, but you're you're jumping in and out. I'm not sure if you're having issues with the. Um, with the uh, with the zoom my my godfather brought up a good point about these uh these pagans these neo pagans you know, clean my mouth up saying it 
But uh, if they were serious about this and it's all about their, their land and their spirits and life, they should be like, if they're here in the U S they should be like native American anim- animists. Like they shouldn't, you know, Loki, uh, Thor, they're over there. They should be all about like, you know, whatever the heck the Indian gods were called. Cause you know, when the Baltics or when the Slavs and the, the Nords would interact and say, Oh, well they'd sort of worship each other's gods and stuff. Cause it's like, Oh, these are the gods of your people, the gods of your land. They should be all about the native American gods, but because Vikings are cool, and stuff, they're all about, oh, man, they're oh, awesome. Maroons, my wisdom. Dude, I'm a Targaryen, bro. My, my, my freaking ancestors was Targaryens. We was, we was Targaryens. We was Targaryens. We was dragon riders. Yeah, yeah it was, was pretty dragon rough. riders. Hey, let me pull in, let's pull in Jake. Let's see what Jake's got to say. Jake, Senor Jake. Jake Evans, let's see it. That sounds like a familiar name. I feel like, I think yeah, Jake. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, Jake, yep. did, did you call in before? Yeah, man, I, I just called in for the first time, um, I think like two or three streams ago. Okay, cool, man. Well, I, I, we'll, we'll pull you up here, we'll pull you in. Jake, how you doing, man? Good, how about you? Total bien. We're good, man. We're, we're having a fun chat tonight. Got some new callers <laughs> talking about. Yeah, it's interesting. I was going to say, like, I don't really know honestly much as much as I should about Christianity but I went to church until I was 13 years old every Sunday and as far as I know I guess the church identified as Protestant but I really you know I'm still I would like to learn more about uh I guess the difference between like Protestant and Orthodox that's yeah man there's there's so many questions that come up too I think a lot of as you know people go go to Protestant churches uh lots of questions come up obviously and uh, and there's not always answers that suffice, and that usually ends up turning people against Christianity in general, and they end up seeing hypocrisy in the church. They start seeing, you know, like the the flirty guitar preachers with the nose piercing, and they're you know they're singing to the girls, and they're singing about I love you, Jesus. It's like it it just becomes what was that, that Eric Cartman thing. Guy, <laughs> that's an old one. Isn't like that's like a ten year old episode, right? That's like a classic. Classic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. So I think I think a lot of people are but coming yeah, from. I remember a it place. being very different than like what I heard about from all my peers going to Catholic churches. Like it was nothing, nothing like that. It was a small church. Honestly, they were great people, family yeah. oriented people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just was too young to really grasp. I guess what it was all about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, a great book is, and I, I just mentioned it before you before you came in. Um, this book uh, by Father Seraphim Rose. It's pretty short, but uh, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. This is a really good book to read, especially if you're coming from like a Protestant background. Um, a lot of the theological questions that come up and are not answered in Protestantism are fleshed out in this book, and he does a great job at. Now, kind of making a case for orthodoxy, especially moving forward in these, uh, uh, in, as we're moving to the fifth dimension, as the new age is called. No, but as we, he's, as these trying, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. I wrote down the title and the author and everything nice. right on my uh, notes on my phone, so I'm I'm definitely gonna have to pick that up and kind of solve what my past is all about. Yeah, yeah. There's well, another. What are your? Do you have any like particular theological like convictions? Are you like an agnostic right now, or atheist, well, or just right sort of like? Now, I mean, I kind of just consider myself like a, a Christian. I mean, I have strong 
like, you know, faith and I pray and I have a relationship with God. But um, to be honest, like, I guess I'm not really like a good Christian because like, yeah, I really haven't studied the Bible that much other than what I was taught like in my little like childhood Bible that I was given as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say too, write down and look up the Nicene Creed. That's kind of like something you can put to like, that's Christianity. That it's like right there. You know, I believe in one God, the father, you know, the whole bit. Yeah. So look up that. It's, it's a good little, little thing. Yeah. The Nicene Creed. Um, if there's anything in there you disagree with, then that's something you can, if you go and visit a church, you can talk to a priest, be like, well, I saw this here in the, in the creed. It says that, uh, you know, there's three persons in the Trinity. You know, I don't know. I think there's only, and then you can talk about it. You can really probably get some good education. It'll be, I haven't read Father Sarah from Rose's books yet, but they're, they're on the list and they're probably answered in there as well. There's some, yeah, there's some good ones in there. Another, another good spot to, to learn a little bit more is there's a discord, I gotta put it in the, the description of this uh, channel. But if you go hey. over to go over to Jay's Discord channel, uh, go over to Jay Dyer's YouTube channel, and he'll have a link to the Discord over there. Um, let me see if I can find it, find the link to share. Sometimes I have trouble finding this link to share to the uh, the Orthodox Christian Discord. I and mean, there's like four thousand people in this Discord right now, but there are a lot of really helpful um, people in there. There are um, uh, Metropolitan Jonah is doing catechism classes. And there's just there's a lot lot going on here. I think you guys would like this. Let me find. What what about your uh, politics? Are they just sort of like middling, kind of normie or conservative or liberal or how would you set that? Uh, Jake. Jake. Oh, Jake. You still there, Jake? Jake's out. Oh, Jacob. Yo, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, sweet. Sorry about that. Um, yo, Joshua, real quick, shout out. I lived in Houston for a year, five years back, and I want to move there someday. I love Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas is cool. But anyway, own... uh, yeah, so what, sorry, what were you asking again? You're asking about my, uh, yeah, so for, in terms of that, I would definitely consider myself uh, kind of, I guess, right-leaning, definitely. Yeah, I'm all about, I guess, uh, I'm not voting or anything. Like, I'm not exactly pro-state, so to speak. But at the same time, uh, out of, I guess, the options we have, I'd like to see Trump win the election. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. Because, you know, I mean, obviously any sort of Christianity that's worth itself is going to be pretty traditional. So the Orthodox Church specifically is very uh, trad, you know, very literally conservative. Like, mm. not not like uh, Unbending. some guy not gonna last name the suit conservative, but like we're just doing what we've been doing. Kind of yeah, thing. no, I mean, like, I'm all about the conservative values that I see, I guess, you know, being kind of shared on this channel as an example. So I figured this orthodox, orthodox stuff would be right up my alley. Like, in terms of my actual values, like, I really value, you know, family. And um, I guess that's the biggest thing that I noticed when I watched this, like, you know, Tristan and stuff like that. Is like, I could see, you know, how pro-family he is. And that's something I've been about for my whole life. Nice. I'm going to put the, uh, the link, the permanent link to the Orthodox Discord in the description of the video, and then it's also in the chat right now. It's in the live chat. Speaking of which, oh, we've got the, viewer, the viewership dropping off now. It's getting, it's getting late. I guess it's like 11.30 over there if you're in the U.S. But um, yeah, you, you can find, uh, Jake, you can find that link for, that, for the Orthodox server, the Orthodox Discord server right there. Oh, okay, great. That's a good one. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm excited to kind of learn more about it. Definitely kind of learn more about this religion that 
I identify with, but I have actually looked into it yet, so definitely. Nice, man. Yeah, I think those are good places to start. Father Seraphim Rose has some great stuff. Uh, there are even some good lectures uh, on YouTube as well. Um, Father Spiridon Bailey has some <laughs> great stuff, and there's also J- Josiah Trenum. Josiah oh, yeah. Trenum. And I'm trying to think of... Yeah, look up Josiah Trenum's Rock and Sand series. It's like a direct thing about Protestantism and how it's... There's some things about it. It's, it's very, very, very good. All right, sweet. Yeah, I just wrote down those names real quick. Yeah, I'll probably just for tonight dig into like a YouTube video or two, but I'll try to get my hands on, uh, you know, this read soon. Nice, man. Nice. Well, the, hey, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. It's probably a good place to good place to leave off. It's getting late over here. Viewership's dropping off. I think I'm going to wrap it up. But... 10.30 up here in the Great White North. Yeah, same it's here, man. Yeah, I'm getting tired, too. Yeah, it's 11.30 here in New York, so it's pretty late. That's the one. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, call back another time and uh, join that Discord server. You'll you'll get a lot of people that are willing to help you there. There might actually be a lecture going on in there right now. So, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, thanks for calling in. Great to meet you both, Joshua and Jake. Muchísimas gracias. Really nice chatting with both of you guys, and we'll uh, you know hopefully chat soon with both of you. Call in anytime. Hey, yes, sir, we'll do. Buenas noches. All right, gentlemen. I'll see you guys later. Let me sign off with the audience here too. We added there on the Zoom. Zoom meeting's done. Come over here to the chat. My mods are even gone. My mods are even gone. We got Tsampa Kids. This little dork in the chat is also gone. He thinks he gets to interpret the Bible for himself. He gets thinks he gets to reject certain prophets. He thinks he gets to reject apostles. And he thinks he gets to interpret it all for himself because he's so wise and he's so arrogant. So you can come back with another account when you're ready to be respectful and not act like a little arrogant, prideful, spurg, fag, gnostic. So I wish you the best, Sampa kids, but hey kid, you better get your shit together, man. Uh, you are not the church. And it's pathetic and sad to think that, uh, to think, to think that you actually believe that you're the one who holds those keys. That you're the one who understands it. And everyone else, you know, the people who actually assembled your Bible, directed through the Holy Spirit, directed by God. Now, they're all wrong. They're all idolaters. But you, you get to just read the Bible, interpret it for yourself, and, and you get to put it together. So you're out of here, man. Um, anyways, I didn't even need to address that guy, but I saw him in the chat. He was playing games, and, and he's gone now. So... Hey, everybody. Um, it was nice hanging out. Thank you, guys. The ones who do support the channel, every once in a while, people do support the stream, and I much appreciate that. Um, we get zero support from YouTube. These are all 100% supported by the listeners. We get no support other than from you. So if you like these shows, if you like these streams, if you enjoy them, feel free to support via the Streamlabs. Um, another way to support and get our support is to become a member, primaledgehealth.com slash membership. There's a link down in the description below. We do weekly coaching calls in our private forum, and there's a bunch of really cool people who are in there to support you and help you through whatever you're going through and to help you to, uh, to get on track as far as diet and lifestyle goes. So you can find more at primaledgehealth.com. I'm out of here, guys. Mm-hmm.